yeah, like I had to go into one of the corporate lawyers' offices, and I was like, well, first of all, like, holy crap, what a nice office that was. And then I was like, what in the hell kind of weird equipment do you have? Like, why do you have special stuff? So like, oh, I'm a lawyer. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind your corporate lawyer. Jeff, Jeff can speak to all the special stuff he gets, right? <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. My company <laughs> provides me all kinds of cool shit. <laughs> whatever whatever yeah, you demand. printers and uh, models and paintbrushes. Yeah, surprising how, how unuseful that is to most of my everyday work, though. <laughs> I mean, imagine that. Imagine that. Well, you could, like, uh, set up a miniature recreation of the scene <laughs> of the dispute and bring it into court and go, you know. Yeah, you absolutely, you absolutely actually could do something like that, and it'd be very interesting. But Think about uh, my cousin Vinny in 3D yeah. instead of pictures. Sure. <laughs> Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. I'm Rick. Say hi, Pat. Hi, Pat. Much less rum tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all have less, much less room in this. Didn't say none though, just less. Uh, yeah, I just said. It's still, yeah. I'm still purging it from the last time. Um, Dale, say hi, Dale. Hey guys, and Jeff. Hey everybody. All right, uh, as you may, as Jeff alluded to, we're talking about Operation Snafu again because uh, this is probably a little bit more intelligent. Uh, I don't know what the right word is, but Linear? a little less drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Less, well, I'm not going to say less tangential because that yeah. just that ain't going to happen. That's going to be lying. That, right doesn't, out of the that gate. doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. Um, now, no studio audience this time, though. Yeah, that was that was unique. Um, thank you for those that were that are probably listening to this. You guys stuck around through two takes. Of <laughs> it was like two and, and a half, wasn't it? It was two a and a half, two and a half episodes, or two and a half yeah. hours. No, it was more than two and a half hours. Well, it was like four and a half hours. It was like Jesus. four and a half hours. Yeah. Well, well, honestly, what out. else were we going to do? No, anything I, else? I mean, what else? We're really, we, I guarantee that at least two of the four of us would probably have just gone to bed. That'd be my guess, anyway. I'd have gone playing tape war, I think, or whatever the. Tape well, that's game true. Was. That's true. We, oh, and next year, maybe we'll have to make that happen. Is participating in that as it, it looked like a blast, mm-hmm. um, literally, and <laughs> quite honestly, um, yeah. I mean, there's talks about that. We'll talk about that at another point, but. There's talks about it having to move anyway, so if it moves, then it becomes a little bit difficult to podcast during it. So, that which is probably good because then we can participate a little bit more. It looked like fun. We'll get to, we'll talk about that a little bit. That's like how at about, least eleven months out. How about we start with hobby? So, I mean, I, I got a bunch of dudes in front of me. I, I, I bought some hobby. Yeah, yes. right. I did too, actually, but not much. Um, I got little, I got little salesed into uh, buying some of those trench work models. You poor bastard. <laughs> Fool you are, and, fool of a and then I and then I ordered some more. <laughs> right on, dude. Like, the, if I were the models are so good. If Jesus. I were going to do another American Army, it would be those those Americans a hundred times over. For sure. I didn't know I was going to do another American Army. I guess my first one was Marines, so now I'm yeah. doing Americans. There you right, go. I'm doing Joes now. So, um, do they have BARs in there? Uh, each squad has one. Okay, that's better than none. 
I, w- yeah. I wonder if you can like reach out to Trenchworks and be like, hey, I want more BARs. Just give me a BAR pack. Well, so interesting. Um, so one of the packs I got, which was which was sealed, by the way, I think it was Squad One. Yep. Only had nine dudes, huh. but only eight of them were pitched on the front, and there was one random dude in there that had a rifle grenade. <laughs> okay. And so I reached oh, out right. to John about it, and he's like, oh, I'll get you another model, don't worry. And then he's looking through his, he's like, Squad One, right? I'm like, yeah. Dude, I got a rifle grenade guy too. What the hell? <laughs> There's no rifle grenade guy pictured on the front of the package at all. But did you get did you get nine did you get nine guys? I got nine guys. And he eight? also got nine guys. So I don't know if anyone else has run into Squad One from Trenchworks uh, D Day guys. Well, how many guys are supposed to be in there? Ten. But it says the picture's eight on the front. It, no, it pictures ten guys. So okay. I'm missing two of the guys that are pictured in the front, and one of the guys with the rifle grenades isn't pictured on the front. Weird. Okay, that's bizarre. It's yeah. a bizarre twist there. Not only did they miss models, they put a different model in. That's yeah, and and then so I got squad one, squad two. Now, mind you, both of these were sealed, so it's not like they were, they were actually like sealed, sealed, not like ziplocked and stapled or stapled sure. or anything, but actually like vacuum, Shrink- not vacuum, but they're sealed, shrink wrapped. <laughs> yeah, and a squad okay. two was missing guys, was missing a guy as well. But then some of the guys that were in squad one actually belonged in squad two, and one of the guys that was in squad two belonged in squad one based on the pictures on the package. <laughs> Did they just like take an ice cream scooper out of like a bag full of them and just like pour them into each? That's good enough. Like Jesus, I don't know. I don't no, know. it was bizarre. <clears throat> to be fair, this Trenchworks first run into this product line. Like they've, you know, they've always done tanks and stuff, but now they're doing miniatures, which is a so what, new what, line. And I've, I've heard of those some of those uh, boxes missing a, a, a track or something like that too. So it happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's a small company, right? There's probably a few employees at most. So uh, my guess is it's hard for them to keep up on that. I should have I should have a package probably sometime next week from Trenchworks. Nice. That. Yeah, that I, th- I, I guess that's yeah that's the part of it. See, for me, I'd be really annoyed and I wouldn't be happy about it, and I'd I'd be holding Trenchworks a little more accountable than we are. But I think that the flip side of that is that if they have great customer service and they're sending you what's missing, then. Voila. No harm, no no harm, no foul. Unless you're like, Absolutely. I need them paid nah, tomorrow. I, I know a guy that sold them to me is going to make it right. So <laughs> that helps. Well, I, I I would <laughs> hope that Trenchworks makes that right for everyone that has that problem. If they open a box and there's like, right, they aren't all here. Like you know, they, they I mean, right if I need I hope they two do. squads of ten and I've only got nine guys in each pack, <laughs> and two of them are grenade guys or something, like that right, that's be helpful. That's a, that's a GW move where I've got twenty guys and they sell them in packages. Eight, of eighteen. Eight. <laughs> yeah, worse eight, eight yeah, yeah. you know, or sixteen with a command. Yep, yep, right. Yeah, it's usually. I think it was used to be like sixteen, and you always wanted at least twenty, if not twenty-five. You like always wanted at least two boxes for every unit, and you'd have a couple extras left over. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, that's that's going way back. Now it's a little bit different, but hey, if, it, it's if, gotten um, better. Trent's work sorts it then. Sweet, especially yeah. if the models are awesome. <coughs> oh, they yeah. are. They're they're gorgeous. I'm, Really looking forward to painting them. So, and I'm nice. not doing I'm not doing any of the uh, what the speed the GW speed wash things, whatever they call those things. Contrast the contrast paints. Yeah, the contrast paints. No, I'm y- not you you aren't or you are. I am not. Okay. I, I did those for all my Marines, and they look fine. But uh, you know the the GIs actually have two different tones in their uniforms. You know, the pants and the jackets are different colors. So, sure, you could stand do a little bit. All right, but you all could right. do two different contrast paints if you wanted to. Well, I have all the paints I need. I don't have to okay, buy okay. anymore. Yeah, I don't just, do that it then. It just costs time. Yeah, no, totally. 
So, and now that I'm not, you know, having to bear the brunt of, oh my God, here comes Operation Snafu and we've got nothing ready. So, you know, I got some <laughs> you, know, you know, You know how good that feels? Yes. I did nothing for like two weekends and didn't feel guilty at all. <laughs> yeah. No, right? Like, I got to go do holiday things and I was, you know, on vacation and chilling in a weird resort villa, villa and not feeling yeah, any stress. Sweet, actually. It, did it was look super, really nice. super nice. It was super nice. Dude, nice. It, like, very chill. I mean, I was on a 600-acre golf course with no one else there. Like, I think there was supposedly a, a, a night porter is what they call them, which is someone was there overnight, but I didn't see a soul. So I have no idea if someone was actually there or not. But it was beautiful. Took some beautiful walks. It was cold. But because they don't believe in trees, apparently, at this golf course, <laughs> which I thought was bizarre once you pointed it out, Pat. Thanks. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. There aren't any trees. Dang, these guys don't, need, like, don't like trees. Uh, it totally <laughs> reminded me of St. Andrews, actually. And in, in, in my... In the, I in didn't the villa, see any the, of the bunkers, but... They were all covered with tarps. They had, had actually they had actually sealed everything up. Like, yep, all the greens sure. were covered. All the bunkers were covered. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the, there was a giant book in my... In my like, like we had a den that was beautiful like and it had a giant like box set of books on St. Andrews so my assumption is that was their model for what it was so it's pretty cool so the, so the rough is probably just nasty sawgrass it, it's uh, it was like it's, so what I saw the rough it was like eight inches of like some kind of weird Irish grass it was really yeah, pretty like it's super nice yeah yeah but it's what that was I haven't got any hobby done sorry <laughs> <laughs> that was a big letdown oh, at the end there. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then I found 20 bucks. And then I found 20 bucks. And the paperclip. <laughs> oh, magic. Oh, did you clean out your wife's uh, cell phone? There you go. It's and funny. I, my actually, my dad broke his cell phone, too. He asked me. He called me. He's like, <laughs> this is a great tangent. He's like, okay, I've left it in the fo- in the rice for two days. How much longer do I need to leave it in there for? <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, He's like, well, I took it out and some like sc- the screen turned on. I'm like, yeah, it's dead, dude. Like that's it. Like, I'm like, did it work anymore? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, it's it's dead now that you've turned it on. You can't turn it on. PSA, yeah. don't turn it on. Water and electricity um, don't get along. Well, is, the rice is there to suck all the water out, right? But if yeah. you turn it on, it, it shorts it all out yep, and you're done. So, game over. So there you go. Phones are fun. Uh, Dale, have you worked anything? Um, I've I've started. Um, I've got a box of miniatures that will allow me to expand um, the choices I was considering for WTC. And so I'm going through those and cleaning those up and, and getting ready to assemble those. So More metal nice. models. Yeah, the goal, the goal is to have that army with all of the varied options so we can begin. Oh, jeez. Like you're getting all the stuff. That. Nice. Okay. Yeah, to begin working through what that's going to look like um, done by the end of the month. So Sure. We're getting closer. Nice. Mm-hmm. I tried to book flights, but we didn't, so it's okay. We'll get to there. Yeah, cool. I got that far. It's been busy. I know. We, we, <laughs> you and I were trying to connect on it, and I'm like, Pat's not available, and I'm like, we have a giant credit from the airline, so I'm like, I'm not worried about it. Like, right. even if we Those lose out on, for. yeah, I'm like, even if we lose a hundred bucks, I'm like, that money's probably just going to the airline anyway. Right. It goes all credit <laughs> to them anyway, so it didn't probably change anything. Um, I'm currently in negotiations with my wife. I'm like, so how long are we looking to be there? Like seven days? And she's like, 14 days? <laughs> I'm like, um, 
what? <laughs> so <laughs> this negotiation went the other way. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if I could spend 14 days there, I probably would because, like, I feel bad. Like the you know when Pat and I were working it out, I'm like, there's just no way to get to like Northern Ireland, and like Northern Ireland looks super pretty. Like I, I could spend a couple of days there and be like super happy, but you have to cut something if you're only there for seven, and that was the choice that well, we kind of made. Two and a half of them are tied up in rolling dice and. It, it is, right. yeah, and, and we lose a day on the flight too, which sucks. If we leave on Thursday, we don't get there until Friday. Yeah, I'm still wondering how well that's going to work with sleeping. Probably not. Well, thankfully we're going to be riding a train, so we'll probably just hopefully sleep on the train. I've got good news when you travel when you're traveling east like that. It's the jet lag's worse. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Great. So, so the nice <laughs> thing is, is, is we. <laughs> What's the bad news in that then? So you guys uh, are taking a train. You're not going to drive. You're not renting a car. Um, I don't think we will re- we will not rent a car until after until Cork until oh. after Cork like Very after okay. after the tournament because why would we just let it sit there for two days? It just doesn't yep, make sense right. to okay. rent it. You know, pay hundred bucks for a car that's just going to not do anything. And there's apparently a Cork Cork Airport right there that has available cars. So, oh, nice. Very good. Though I will say European cars are a little bit confusing because they at first they really like their manuals they and. Do. And they really like compact cars, like really like compact cars. Sure, um, everything's tighter, smaller over there. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So like, <laughs> they would say, <laughs> they would say, silly Americans really like their big, cars. enormously huge, oversized cars. Yep. Well, I need an enormously, enormously oversized car to fit all my overly, enormous my abundance of children. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I couldn't get all the words out because I didn't want to call my kids enormous because that would probably not be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Okay. Uh, who have we not gotten to? Jeff, what are you up to? Uh, unwinding mostly. I, I purchased yeah. a number of uh, hobby things and I've been working on ideas already for the next snafu, but I haven't actually been doing very much hobby related for the last week and a half. Kind Sweet. Of, kind of turned my brain off for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, totally. I get it. So, well, let's talk about that for a second because we've already announced it. Mm-hmm. We That was the one thing we did do. Like you and Jeff had already had a con- or you and Pat, excuse me, already had a conversation. I do also it. talk to myself. It's okay. It looks just like in the mirror in the morning. Like, I look good. Like, mirror? <laughs> hell, I, I, don't, I don't need to see myself. I just talk to the mirror. Once forced to go to a higher power, Jeff talks to a mirror. Jeff the primary. <laughs> yeah. okay. So anyway, you and Pat had already had a discussion about it before. Probably, was it Friday night you guys discussed it? I don't know. One of those nights we were just kicking around ideas. Yeah. yeah. So, so regardless, you guys came up with a great idea and you told myself. I don't know if, Dale, were you there when it happened? Yeah, you were there. I was, like, yeah, I was probably around. But I mean, it was like instant. Like, yeah, that's the right idea. Like, that's perfect. Like, that sounds like super fun. So, we already announced it. It's Snafu's going to Hollywood. So we're celebrating all of the movies, or not all of them, but a lot of them. A, a bunch of Hollywood World there, War Two movies. I don't think we have enough tables to do all of them. No, for sure not. We could probably <laughs> double or triple up on the same tables in some cases. But um, this, I mean. We got we, we're halfway there. My logo's already done and everything. We can probably mm-hmm. get glasses tomorrow if we wanted to, Dale. We could. Like, whoa, but. whoa, hang on. You guys are way too far advanced on this. I know, start, right? You need to wait until October so I can start to really panic. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to make you it. Tell easier me, Jeff's got the scenarios done already too. No. Uh, no. No, because <laughs> we're gonna have a whole bunch of new tables. Yeah, I was gonna say I gotta I gotta see the new tables before I write a scenario right, for them. Right. Yeah. I'm like we got to make sure that I can actually get mine done. So. Um, but I, make, I bought, I, I purchased stuff on Black Friday for that. Yay! Like that's mm-hmm. fun. Cool. Um, so we'll see what that looks like. Yeah, and uh, the side note, and this may not 
in the works right now, but may not in the final. We are, I think Jeff and I and you guys are going to look at some of the special characters and have a, a select list that may be allowed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, everything's on the table right now. We yeah. talked about war reporters for a little bit there, maybe. Like yep, we did. Propaganda. Everything's yep. propaganda. Yeah, propaganda uh, reporters, all that stuff. Like, we'll see what happens. Uh-huh. As usual, I mean, we, we promise craziness. Yeah, I like okay. the idea mostly because I drone on about how cinematic the approach is for bolt action when it comes to the game on the table. Mm-hmm. And this is like, oh, we're not pretending about it anymore. We're full-on embracing that aspect of it. Right. So. I, I mean, we've already had people you know, asking us if they can bring, like, we're not going to stop you from bringing anything that's related to a movie about World War II at this point. So, right. Right. Like, I'm like, yeah, if, if it inspires you, I mean, that's the beauty of this, right? It's like, this should inspire someone to do something. Like, it inspired me right away. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, let's do this. Like, this is cool. Like, it'll be fun. Like, it's going to fit into the snafu silliness. And if it gets Rick excited enough to actually hobby, then we win. Yeah. Well, no, that's not, I mean, that's, that's not fair. Cause, uh, Train-wise, you've always yeah, wanted to do sure. a board. You've always, yeah. you know, and I get halfway through running on it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. yes, I don't have that much time. So unfortunately, that's that is right. kind of the reality of it. That, that's what I meant to say. I mean, you do you do hobby when you get excited when I can stuff. when I can try. Yes, I can. Yeah. But I mean, I have I have an entire army sitting in front of me that needs to get finished for WTC. So is that a part? Is it finished? It's all assembled and based. It just needs to be painted. So which they're I not think finished. Is what you're saying? No, they're not finished. No, they need to be finished. They might be finished. Need to be painted. They might they, be they finished. They could be finished. You know, nobody know. knows yet. Yeah, no one will ever know except for after May 2022. Right. They also might be giants. <laughs> nice. Good group. Well. I know what I'm listening okay. to on the break now. Yep. Wait, we can't use that one. <laughs> no, I said I know what I'll be listening to on the break. <laughs> the heck with the, right? everyone else, yeah. right? <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's. Let, there's one more thing in hobby that I want to talk about. Unfortunately, uh, the the owner of NWS passed away. So Christopher Dean passed away. Um, I've never had I had very mixed reviews about how how he orders stuff and sends stuff and whatnot. Um, but during this, I think I saw something that I'd never seen before, and I thought that was something worth noting. Is that he never made money on any of the stuff that he bought that we that we bought from him or if you bought from him mm-hmm. he was just a war gamer selling stuff to other war gamers and he basically just used his resources to do that and i thought that was something very interesting because i always i'm more than one occasion we probably all bitched about his shipping speed you can but, order whatever you want to as long as you don't need it this year yeah exactly like there's a very 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 mm-hmm. slow lag on him but you know again a he was just him and b yeah. it was shoestring well, budget he basically wasn't making money on it from the right. sounds of it so and and getting older i've learned that a lot of the, the stuff i bitched about was stuff that he ordered but he had to get from his distributor to ever send it right. to me and he right. did the, and they were slow <laughs> right the the pandemic probably emphasized all of the problems that he was already having to some degree yeah. um but so it's, it's a sad loss it was a great resource of super cheap stuff that if you didn't need it soon you could order from um and it was also in the united in the u.s so you could you know, avoid some serious shipping charges. Yep. Although I feel like he did charge shipping, didn't he? Well, uh, it, doesn't it wasn't free, but the, you know, I mean, Jesus, the guy. You're you're saving money on everything <laughs> <can't>. else. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. already selling at cost. He can't yeah, pay he was, us he, to he ship. Was, yeah, exactly. Selling at his retail cost. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, he was yeah. making zero dollars, uh, roughly zero dollars. I don't know how much if he was making anything. I'm hoping he was making a little something, but anyway, regardless, 
uh, sorry to his family. Uh, no more NWS. So I, my guess is the website's still up, so probably don't order from there if you can avoid it. <laughs> like, the, the delays have gotten a lot longer than you're used to. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see it. I don't think, and unfortunately, I think a lot of orders are outstanding, so hopefully they figure that out or yeah. someone is able to step in. I don't know if he's got family that's able to help him with that. but so, Yeah. Not to that's get in, the not, least of the worries. Right, the that's, least of worries, right. That's the least of our worries. Not to get into right. my job, but there's someone will probably take care of it. In but, some way or another, I'm sure. Yep. Anyway, so sad loss, but let's uh, let's talk about something more fun, right? Everything's always more fun than someone dying. So let's Gen- talk about generally speaking. <laughs> generally, unless, you about, uh, re- unless you want to talk about unless you want to talk about recce. Well, we'll that get is there. Not more fun, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, especially when don't people don't know how to use it. Um, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about uh, the weekend. Let's start with Friday, the Recon Rumble. We've talked about this to some degree, but let's let's talk about it a little more. Yeah, let's 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 back it up with stats and numbers. Yeah, that's cool. Because right. yeah, now you're able to sat down and crunch some numbers. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Data is good. Yeah, I, I like data. I always like that. So we had. I like I like lore better, but okay. <laughs> I data helps you win. Lore helps you. I don't know. Fall asleep. I was always a Jordy <laughs> fan. Actually, I didn't. I wasn't a huge data fan. I, I was more of a Jordy fan. Jordy into lore. Books to me. Yeah, Jordy. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Is that's maybe why I like Jordy more. Yeah. At, at any rate, so uh, I think we, we mentioned that we had uh, uh, 23 people sign up, uh, 20 ended up playing day of. Uh, of the 20, we had five Soviets, seven German, only three U.S., and then one each of British, Finland, Japan, Belgium, and Partisans. Nice. So a rather eclectic mix of, uh, of armies in there. Um, do you want to talk scenarios? I think we. Yeah, I think I got this run here. What do we do for scenarios? We'll just do a really high level, just in case someone's listening to us for the first time. Like um, an overall, like what what makes Recon Recon Rumble? So what makes Recon Rumble is the fact that it's not your standard, typical reinforced platoon or a theater selector. It is there to emphasize transports and more in particular armor transports because in the current rule set they just aren't really worth bringing along. Mm-hmm. So it it amps them up, and I know we've we've talked about this numerous times. Uh, usually, when we're talking about version three wish listing. You know, see episodes forty eight, forty two, thirty six, thirty thirty three, and twenty eight at least, just off the top of my head. As uh, the the armor transports have a different role than what they currently do in the game. So what we do is, even if they're open topped, uh, units inside the armor transport don't take pins from small arms fire. They still take, you know, heavy arms fire. Yeah, everyone's taking pins. But the vehicle still does, but it protects the troops inside, which is kind of what the role of the armor transport was. Uh, okay. And this year, also, we added the, uh, the additional rule that um, if you have an empty armor transport and there's an enemy unit closest to it, you don't take it off. It's an armor transport. It's got armor and guns. They're supposed to be in a fight. So they okay. stick around. All right, so force selection was what? Uh, no artillery, no tanks, no free units... Uh, no artillery no observers, no fun. Eight hundred points, and yeah, everybody thanks. has to have a seat in the transport. It doesn't have to be in it, but it has to have a seat somewhere. Correct. It has mm-hmm. to it has single to be. platoon, or could you go crazy? Uh, it was a single platoon, but there's no limit okay. in order dice. All right. Did that come into play? Order dice. I mean, okay. Let's well, let's ask a simpler question. Do you know what the top number of dice was in eight hundred points? Uh, I think I saw 13. It's pretty Jesus impressive. Christ, yeah. 
Well, when you put two horse wagons in there, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan <laughs> likes his wagons. He does. Uh, I gave I gave him a room about that earlier. Wait, wait, so. wait. Wagons, like, drag dudes around in? No, so if you look in the D-Day 2 and I think D-Day 3 book, there is a transport that is, uh, it's a it's a horse, a horse-driven wagon that can carry six sure. guys. Right. Uh, but in the entry of the unit, you know, it says, this can't be taken in an armored platoon. Well, this right. technically wasn't an armored platoon, so he sure. should take them because it's you know it's a modified reinforced platoon, <laughs> and, it, and it's like a wheeled wheeled vehicle. It's a wheeled with, vehicle with three plus soft skin. Soft skin, three plus, yeah, yeah. like literally soft skin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yes, but it, you know it, it's a cheap way to get your transport slots. Did did they die of dysentery? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay that close attention to. Should have asked. Like, is this was this Oregon Trail all of a sudden? Like you know, forged the river. There was probably a chance he could have forged the river. Oh, I should have done it. Oh, disappointing. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think there's a river table that was available for. Oh, not during that one. Rumble. Okay, so yeah, because yeah, for the Recon Rumble, um, you know, we we put out the objective tables for Operation Snafu. We put it there in the middle and let them look at them, and they can mm-hmm. do whatever, but they don't get to play on them. Right, because all those tables are typically built with a scenario developed for them in mind and they don't right. always work for just they a lot of them do not work for normal scenarios yeah but you know if you sign up for recon rumble you you know especially when we're talking new tables next year it gives you an extra day of prepping and planning for offering snafu i mean the scenarios won't be out there but you'll get to be able to take a good look at the table and get some ideas just, everyone can everyone can sigh of relief when they don't see the partisan table and it turns out it's one of the other they're tables all now partisan they're tables. all partisan <laughs> partisans is a normal scenario now <laughs> It's it's such a great table. We'll probably talk about this in a minute, but that table like is so polarizing for like some people super love the shit out of it, and like they could have had all their crap blow up, and it doesn't matter. They still loved it. Mm-hmm. And there's guys like I hate the scenario. It is the worst thing ever. I and people who flat out refused to play. Yeah, there. like those just not like, play on it anymore. If you guys make me go to that table, I'm walking out of this tournament right now. <laughs> I don't think I actually heard Turney say that. Yeah, I was say nobody said that. No, but they're like, no, I prefer not to play on that one. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Which is why we make them all partisans for round four. Oof, that's brutal. Uh, that would be brutal. But we can talk about that another time. Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, I right. prefer not to troll the people who are coming to our tournament. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. I mean, prefer, to be fair, yes, Jeff but, was yeah. rolling smoke across the table all of the third and fourth day. Or yeah. a third and fourth game. Smoke smoke markers, well, for the record, by the way. You can have like, <laughs> yeah, a short cop pipe or anything in there. <laughs> just, yes. just puffing in I, people's I'm just vaping across their table. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of, of um, taking one of the classic, like the artillery pit table, and actually having, and everybody just assumes that's the artillery table, but no, that's actually the partisan table. So. <laughs> it's got three objectives on it. It basically works as the partisan table. Right? Or the airfield where the airplanes blow up on you. Yeah, it's right. true. Both. We're both. Imagine that. They're both the partisan table. <laughs> okay, so Recon Rumble, that was that was three three rounds, right? Yep. Uh, three okay. rounds. Started about 9.30 Friday. Got wrapped up way later than I wanted to. Yeah, excuse me. Just tired thinking about it again. Three games <laughs> in one day. I don't know how. Running it is, is tough enough. I forget how people play that. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're two and a half hour rounds, you know, and some time in between. But, uh, you know, it, it, it went really really smooth honestly speaking you know thanks in no small part to everyone that played there and even 
the two or three people that turned in their score sheets correctly the first time. That was awesome. Hey, that's a first round. First round correct well, score sheets are yeah, always well fun done. To have. Well done to those players. That's tough yeah. to do. We're going to try and remedy that you, for next you year. Should, you should give them a prize for doing that. Like the first players to turn it in get. Like a ripper barrel? Yeah, like have sure. a, a big jar of lollipops up there or something. Right? If your score sheet's correct, you get or, a, you or get a you, dum-dum? Wait. <laughs> or, or you do something to the people that don't do it right to deter them? Like negative reinforcement instead of positive reinforcement? Yeah, well, That's our model. Very positive start awarding, here. awarding team points. There you go. Ooh. Well, but it's, but it's both sides. Like, the, I try, like, seriously, seriously here. The, the, okay, I try and make these sheets as dumb as possible. Well, the thing that the as, thing that hates people off, proof, it's proof it, it, right. There's like five fields they have to fill out, but the problem we have is that okay, so they it, we we're paying two points per unit killed, right? The problem is is they think that's their score they need to write down, not the twenty, fifteen, ten, whatever. Like, right, the, the scenario they, points. Right, they don't get that that they need to like do the the equation real quick and put that number on there and that's I guarantee you, Pat that was probably you know 95 what? or 100% I, I, of all I of the problems. I think I'm going to be done asking for the scenario points because I know what the scenario was. <laughs> I can just do okay, it. Yeah. I just do it in my head. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Oh, just ask for the scenario points. Just yeah, I got no, just 22. Yeah. Tell me how many what was tell me how many of the win condition numbers you got. Right. And then I'll right, just right. figure out what your victory was after that. Right. That actually makes that actually would make it easier. It's a little more work on your part, but you know what? I mean, it's, a, it's an Excel spreadsheet. It's, it's as much work as walking back or going, hey, you forgot to Fair. do this. This is wrong. What did you actually do? Wait, you're telling yeah. me you got 24 secondary objectives? No, I don't think you did that. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, I swear. Are you sure about no, that? No, because you could have gotten one or two. You, you wrote down 24. I, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> that doesn't pass the sniff test here. So just hoping you're going to like just put the wrong number in? Yes, it worked. <laughs> Totally, I we won the tournament because I cheated. That's so fun. Okay, no, and all the players of Bolt Action I've ever played or returns I've been in or run, I honestly I don't think there's anyone out. There's very few people out there who are intentionally cheating. Oh, this is and not, they're not this doing is it not on their score sheet. This is not bad. Yeah, this is just people <laughs> goofing. Exactly. I, I met enough of them where I, yeah, they're all great guys. I'm not. I was joking. It was not a serious thing so let's let's talk about that more let's uh so where are we at so you talk scenarios we haven't talked scenarios yet so we like, haven't talked to any scenarios yet yeah let's talk about those uh so the first one i i threw a big curveball on it and i got so many people that uh really applauded me for doing this and making them think right away on a friday morning when they thought they Dude. were just taking the day off of work uh so it did no man's land Ooh, but okay. i did the dawn attack which is the you have so much line of sight the first round? Oh no, it's you have you know so it's so it starts out with uh, you have visibility, yeah, and, and it, there's a random roll to it. I think uh, so. You roll two d six and you add the modifiers to determine if you can actually after you so you declare your target. Yep. The target uh, and then before the target reacts, you have to apply the visibility modifiers and then roll two d six and add the modifiers and then measure the target. And see if you can even see them. I'm sure everyone got that right. Uh, well, I don't know. I got score sheets that were turned okay. in wrong, but no, right? Oh, okay. But no, the uh, you know, I stopped by almost every table. And I was like, you know, I've always played No Man's Land, but I've never played it this way. This is hmm. so freaking cool. cool. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah, and in fact, there's even there's two tables that they played the entire 
game with reduced visibility just because they couldn't roll high enough between turns to, you know, <laughs> get the sun up or whatever, so. Whoops. They started a little too early fighting. I, yeah, I guess. They got confused. Maybe they, you know, did the daylight savings time threw them off or something. Oh, I don't know. Geez. Yeah, because I'm sure that was real big on during the war. Daylight savings time actually that yeah. was brought about because of the war to counter the sneak attack time. It's an airstrike, I believe. Really? I thought daylight savings time was to save farmers. Well, it is nowadays. I thought it was always about farmers. But I could be totally wrong. I have no idea. Maybe you're right. I thought I heard heard that at one point that that was to... Because whatever intelligence heard that was happening at 3 o'clock, but then, you know, they turned the clocks back and it actually happened at 2 o'clock or something it's, like that. It's more fun for me not to interject with the correct answer here. Just let you guys go, so I'm just going to do that. <laughs> I really want... I'm going to... I heard Wikipedia. that once, whether it's true or not, I guess. I'm going to Wikipedia this. Uh, Jeff, correct us now. Tell nope, us what's right. Nope. Not going to do it. Well, it wasn't originally the concept originally introduced by Benjamin Franklin. Yes. I thought so. But I, I, th- I thought I thought it was utilized during World War II. I've been wrong about many stuff. This could be another one. But anyway, I mean, I, I don't, not everyone sleeps, Pat. Like they don't all sleep at one a.m. They like there are people that are awake. Like hopefully they don't. Um, <laughs> just saying, like hopefully that nobody's getting sneak attacked at, at one instead of two because of daylight savings time. That would be bad. But <laughs> well, we were asleep. Sorry. Well, Let's see. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Sunrise and sunrise times become significantly out of phase with standard working hours, regardless of manipulation of clock. Wait, hold on. That's not what I thought it was. <laughs> Shit. We already knew that part. That's why there's the uh, the lock the clock uh, movement going oh, on. That's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Uh, so, right, anyway, we can talk. I'll ask Jeff <laughs> off the air what DST stands for because. I mean, I know what it stands for, but why it came about. Anyway. At any rate, okay. so uh, the best No Man's Land ever. was really well received. Uh, players really enjoyed it, at least the several tables I stopped at. If there's someone that said that was effed up and it messed my game, then they didn't tell me about it, so that's mm-hmm. fine. Cool. Uh, what was the next scenario? Second scenario, uh, this, is, this was a newer one. I say newer because it's a modified version of a of a Heartbreak Ridge, if you've ever heard of that from the the WWPD guys. Uh, it's called Sector Defense. I took it and changed it into an Attacker Defender scenario because you should always have at least one Attacker Defender scenario in a tournament because reasons. Because Italians. <laughs> because, like, yeah, to, to, to appease the one Italian player. How about we just give the Italians better rules for our tournament and then we appease them instead of having to have an Attacker Defender scenario? I, we can have them. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Put, put a stop in that one. Uh, so this See, one, episode eighty-seven. Whatever. <laughs> in the future, we're gonna have to talk about. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. It's exactly right. Damn it! I have to write that down. Thanks, Rick. No, no, no. no. It's a joke. Uh, so this one is you have you draw sector quarters and you pick opposite side opposite corners. And okay. there is a objective that's placed in the middle of the board. You place one objective in your quarter at least 12 inches from the baseline and 12 inches from the other table edge, minimum. Mm-hmm. And sure. then the, the other player does their own too. So now here's the... Here's the so, there's, so there's three objectives three in objectives. the table. Okay, cool. Uh, the one in the middle of the table is worth one victory point if you control at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. The one in your own quarter is worth zero to you, but it's worth two to your opponent. And the one in their right, quarter is sure. worth two to you but zero to them. 
So you gotta you gotta attack and defend at the same time, essentially. Yep. Yep. How is this? How is this an attacker defender scenario? Well, there's an- so basically, here here's the small formula if anyone wants to know about attacker defender scenario. If you want to change it to attacker defender, you put the attacker on first wave and you let the defender put out uh, one to three units and suffer okay. and suffer prep during bombardment. Boom! It's attacker defender scenario. <laughs> okay. Sure. Just like that. So what you're giving the defender is uh, you're giving them movement, but possibly suffering them pins and a casualty loss, and you're you're hampering the attackers because they have to come on; they don't get to deploy. I think that works a little better with recon rumble because everyone is mobile right from the start. Yeah, but yeah, certainly has the opportunity to. So. I, I mean, I f- it feels like you're right. It feels that feels right, but it also doesn't feel right because normally the defender is the one on the table. So you're saying the attacker's on the table? No, the defender. This, the defender, defender has is, one okay. to three right, units, right, right, and the okay. attacker goes in a first wave. Sorry, I misheard you then, because I was like, that doesn't I make sense. I could have said that the other thing, too. It's getting late on a Monday, so. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, whatever. We'll have to okay. go back to the tape and find out, but I'm not. Yeah, there. you'll listen to it at some point, I'm sure. Right. Uh, right, what was, that, what was uh, scenario three? Uh, scenario three is what I feel was an absolutely perfect recon rumble scenario, and that's double envelopment can't go wrong can't go wrong i mean because everyone's you know has the option to be very mobile and get a bunch of units off the table especially if you got your entire army and say it like a buffalo beep beep i'm a clown car all right but otherwise anyone do that i i I don't i don't like this scenario for normal play just because it's a long ways to get across the board Mm -hmm. and yeah you know i think i think this is this the first wave there's this deployment one I forget off the top of my head. This is it's the standard double velvet on the book. I just don't remember off the top of my head. Sure. Uh, okay, so yeah, there is deployment. Yeah, so it's just draw deploy, and then if anyone's just deployed, can use hidden. Not that anyone uses hidden. Which oh, can. I didn't realize you could use hidden in that scenario. That's hilarious. No, well, even if you know it, most people don't do yeah, it. Yeah, as to say, I've probably read it multiple times. I'm like, oh, I can use hidden, and then don't use hidden. Right. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, fair. What is hidden? How do you do it? I don't know. I'm like, I'm not going to look that up right now. Right. Not uh, a that, chance. Does, it's not worth it for me to look it up, but I don't care what the bonuses are, so I'm not going to. Well, what's that? Sniper ignores it anyway? Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, we are not going to worry about that right now. <laughs> and there's no outflanking course because your object is to get off the board. But yeah, yeah so correct, that yeah. <clears throat> that's a nice little game ender. It's it, it's pretty straightforward. You know, move off the table, move to the deployment zone, or kill the other guy. Those are your three options. Mm-hmm. You don't have to think much else. Sweet. Works quite well. Yeah. Yeah. So those were the three scenarios that were the Recon Rumble this year. Cool. <clears throat> yep, 20 day of players, which is the most that, we, that you've had. Is that right, Pat? It is, yeah. So far? From well yeah, the record high of 12. Congratulations. There you go. Real nice job. That's, I mean, that's a huge jump, yeah. It's just keep promoting it and keep doing it every time, and people will start showing up. Well, you know, you and again, the, 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 the template for the Renegade Open is, you know, it's not a collection of weekend GTs. It's you know obviously their model is is after Adepticon, which nowadays starts Wednesday evening for crying out loud. Yeah, but for real. they started out with Saturday, Sunday, no oh, Friday, Friday day, Friday night, Thursday. You know, so it's a, it's a building they, process of right. They kept expanding it for sure. Yep, and you know, I mean, we got what we, we had. Ten plus people from out of state that came in for this event. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I'm like, I wish they would. I wish they would do something, even if it's something silly Thursday night, for those that show up a night early. Because yeah, they it, do. It's our guys were kind our, of. It's called set up our terrain. <laughs> which, which we're <laughs> grateful for those guys coming in, at least saying hi. I don't. Do they even actually help with tables? No, 
Yeah, as I say, I don't think I don't think they set up tables, but they came inside. Well, Jeff and Dale helped. No, 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 yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> but they don't. That's better have helped. Christ, I had. Right. I mean, <laughs> should tables, I even yeah. set up? I set up a table at least. <laughs> that table's a, that the table I set up was a puzzle in a half. Yeah, for the record, as long as I've owned that table, I've never set it up or taken it down. Yeah, well, lucky you, because that one is like, where do all these pieces fit? That's why I didn't, like whoever asked village. if they can help, that's the first one I give them. <laughs> Such yep. an a-hole. Okay, note <laughs> well, to self, just not, no, <laughs> note to self, uh, not ask for to help. Like Wait I, to see if that table's set up before asking. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll just hide until that one, just sitting outside the room. Set up? No. Okay, now I can go in. Yeah, now I can, now I can go and ask what you need yeah. help with. Oof. <laughs> it's actually, it's a very pretty table, and it actually wasn't that bad, it just... That's, that's Jake's table. It's really well done. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a beautiful table for sure. So, uh, let's talk about results. How did uh, how? Well, we already. I mean, I know who won. I don't know if our listeners yeah, know how we drunk we were. Last episode. Episode. Yeah, yeah. But still, Monty, congratulations Monty again. Yep, yeah, with he he, um, he took three major victories, and that's no. It's, it's it, a, and on top of that, he also achieved sector objectives in each of the games as well. Nice. That's pretty dang good. So, um, and just one, and, one falter behind him was John Stentz, who had only a minor victory in game one, but then came back oh, out strong. Um, they it. both ended up tying for secondary objectives. Okay. So and, That would have been fun. So in the last round, uh, I had them keep track of uh, order dice killed. Just <laughs> nice, for the last yeah, round, just, just in case, because I knew it was going to be really tight, in case I needed a tertiary. Sure. And I mean, the top three all basically tied on order dice killed anyway. So, uh, nice. well, well, a lot of good that helped me. A good thing it did. So, it's need like it. you almost needed to keep track of that the whole weekend yeah. or the whole day. Yeah, <laughs> the, whole weekend, the whole weekend, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, remember when you won Friday? Sorry, Monty, we got to take that back away. You didn't kill enough on Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. Ooh, ouch. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was just for the Friday yes, event. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you meant, but it was worth a shot. I mean, it could be for the whole weekend. That'd be hilarious. I mean, I'm all for the order dice kill where if you kill it, you get to keep the dice. Like, don't play with don't play with the silver dice. Like classic right. Magic the Gathering rules. Yeah, like classic classic anti rolls. Yeah, like Pogs. Yeah, Pogs. That was another one. Several of those games back in the day. I mean, I mean, it started with like marbles. Like marbles were the same game. Like you kill it, you keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, wrapping up in third was was Jeff Ricker. Nice. So they, they went Soviet partisans and German. Interesting. I like Monty's list for that. I think that the cavalry are very. Advantageous uh, in, you know, in the Recon Rumble. Ian's Cavill having one of the, the last time. Yeah. I think the time before that was Dave's Cav. I think I need to address the Cav in Recon Rumble. Somehow. Well, at least have some kind of a scenario that you know, I, like have have mud or something. I am still strongly the, of the opinion that um, Cav win because people aren't used to seeing him. That, that's possibly that's true. Just shoot him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you shoot him like normal. Sure. Well, they got yeah. Recky. Yeah, and then they don't get to do anything else if they're wrecking. And then they're stuck. Yep. I mean, if the guy, if I shoot at his cab and he wreckies with his cab, that's a win. Because he's he's activating them. So I mean, yep. Sure. I mean, yes, but if your objective based scenario or getting off the table, you can wrecky forward out of line of sight, right? Like as long as you're moving further away from the sure. If I poorly if I poorly position my guys, then yeah. I mean, there's there's possible opportunities for advantageous. Sure, you're right. Though yeah. there is proper. You have to. You do have to. You have to cover those those lanes and those avenues. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's interesting. But no, I think it's, you're on like something, it. Jeff. Is that there's just there's not a lot of calf played, so people don't no. know how to don't know how to counter them. Right. And right. that might be true if 
I mean, next time I see, if I see two Catalysts and Recon Rumble, they're going against each other as often as possible. <laughs> well, I mean, part of the reason I guess I'm not as I'm not as enthralled with them is because I guess I play Ian and Dave a lot and Jason when we still saw him. So I've seen a ton of Catalysts, and I'm like, oh, because the first time I saw him, I'm like, oh yeah, this is kind of intimidating. And after you learn that they're just infantry that move a little farther, and you you know don't want to ca- let them catch you in the open, it's like okay, whatever. Yeah, I mean. Now, then, they're just expen- then they're just expensive targets. Ambush is your friend when it comes to Cav. Yeah. Ambush, cover, buildings, ruins, keeping, thick mud. Or seizing and keeping the initiative. Yep. So. Yep. so no, it, was, it was a great event. It was really easy to run. So easy I got very tired in game three. I, I might have dozed off at one point nice. there. I was poking such, you a few times. You were doing yeah. all right. Such an old man. I know. Well... So round one and two, I mean, it was... And, and, and I'm going to say this to, to everyone out there, whoever goes to an event that I organize. When I'm walking around and you are s- struggling with a rule or a situation, stop me and ask me. I guarantee I can answer it for you much faster than you can look it up and keep your game moving. Yep. And if you stop me, I can call Pat over faster than you can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Uh, I'm, I made one weird ruling that I had to, like, I was just like, you. I don't know where you were. You were not in the room at the time. And I can't remember what it was shopping. now. Oh, no, no. No, yeah, you might have been talking to John, actually. It was, do mortars have rifles? And I was like, uh, what? No, he's like, I'm assaulting. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, no. And I said, yes. I said, yes, they do. And he's like, okay, I'm going to shoot on the way in then. And I'm like, and then it ended up being incorrect. I went back and corrected the, the situation. It didn't actually make an impact on the, in the actual scheme of things but still was a I'm like hey, which that's a tiff like by the rules I agree with what with you Pat that the rules don't say they have anything but by logic and what actually doctrine. happens is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of that the mortar guys don't carry their rifles with them or, or pistols like you're gonna have some kind of firearm I, I, so, I, so yeah. there, there is something written in the rule and I don't I don't have it in front of me because I know this is gonna come up but uh, <laughs> sorry is that it actually Tangent. says no, they would never fire their own arms because they have their team weapon they would rather use instead. So, like, the mortar guy, like, picks up the tube and uses, like, a fucking bazooka to, like, ward off some guys I assaulting him? I think this was more specifically dressing, like, an MMG or a... Well, sure. But God help me, a Piat team. Like, a, an MMG would get to fire back, though. Right. right? Well, they would get to fire at, at an assault yes, charge. They would, well, you, you, you react fire at the mortar. I don't recommend it, but actually, no, you can't. But no, you, no, can't, you cannot. You, you can't react too close. Yes. Indirect. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't react. Besides, you're really dumb. Right. They're charging you, and what you do, you just launch it more over <laughs> their heads. Like there you go, guys. What was that? Ah, uh, yeah, just, just, just point it straight up and run away. Well, you saving Private Ryan. We just slam the mortar tail on the ground and, and throw just it chuck at him. Yeah. yeah, there you right? go. Yeah. There's no rules for that yet. But yeah, you can. That, as a, that doesn't really work. As a right? team weapon, you can mm-hmm. charge somebody. Sure, you can charge. Sure, somebody. sure, sure, sure. But you don't have. No, you don't. You don't. He definitely didn't want to charge this unit, but. Yeah, he he was getting assaulted. Hey, I've, so. I've charged I've charged with the mortar team before. I have also charged with the mortar team before. <laughs> sure, flubbed the roll, but you know whatever. Yeah, what a coincidence! <laughs> <laughs> it's like they weren't they weren't that wasn't in the original plans, and it was just a reactionary thing. And yeah, yeah, poor command choices. Well, this is what it is, guys. Yeah, it'll be okay. But yes, yeah, so I mean, absolutely. But and the one thing about having two and a half hour games is that. You should get really close to getting six turns in, at least most yeah. of the 
there were definitely a couple games where I was like, you got what, four turns in? That's, that's maybe not... Yeah, people are very used to playing at a gaming store Casual. or yeah. in the, somebody's basement, you know, or you're... Dick, dicking around isn't the right word, but you're taking it at a very casual, fun, social pace. I, I would agree, but Dale and I were making a point to walk around every half hour and give like updates frequently. They think that should have lit a fire under some asses. Yeah, like, but you guys are really nice. See, that's the problem. <laughs> you know, I only I only had to yell at one person for to put dice down. Like there was only one game that went until time. Like. Like seriously, uh, like, only twice did I have to, to call out somebody's name specifically to come give me their car, their score yeah, sheet. Right, stop like because yeah, even beyond that. Mm-hmm. But um, I, 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 nobody should be offended by this, and I think the the people that were involved know who they were. But um, I me. appreciated Dale going over and helping a game move along a little bit quicker. That was that was enjoyable to watch because I was like Dale. I'm like you got to go talk to these guys and try and get them to move a little faster. I'm like they they're they're still deploying, or they came over and asked me a question about how deployers sniped in, or how snipers deployed in the scenario. And I looked around at every other table and I'm like they're well into round one. And I'm like they're still talking deployment. And I'm like oh shit, these yeah. guys are way behind. No, they weren't like, actually. They were they weren't as far behind as I thought. No, but they were. They they still having watched the them played in previous rounds. I, I knew that it was going to be a, a, maybe a potentially slower game, so I appreciated you going over and drawing dice for him. That was a great, uh, great way of handling, yeah, it, helping them um, move forward. It's an interesting thing, um, and you don't think about it unless if you're paying attention to the data. You know how right. many little things do we always do in every game that we play, where we right. lose five seconds, ten seconds, and if you're right. doing that fifty times, yep. you know all of a sudden you're twenty minutes out of your game, and you didn't even yeah. realize it. And, and, it was, the, and it wasn't actually game time. Like, you weren't right. even thinking about things. Yeah. So one of the things that we actually time waste unconsciously or sub, unconsciously quite a bit often in bolt action is you're just hanging on to the dice bag thinking about it. Yep. Of, of what the next the move and not actually drawing it. And, right. And you may not even get the next move. Right. So. so so next year, every table will have a snafu dice assistant. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> We, That'd I mean, be awesome. We, we should. We yeah, should it's gonna grow. be just a little speaker that's recorded. Says, "Hurry up, next dice, <laughs> should, please. Actually, hurry up, next actually, dice, please. Hurry up." Actually, no. We please. could do is just do. We could do a universal bag if there's twelve oh, on each side. <laughs> Everyone's doing the oh same thing. Oh my god! What? <laughs> what communist plots is this? It's probably more. It's maybe more socialist. But same difference. <laughs> Close enough. Just hold up. We just get a giant bag with giant dice in it, and we just. Dig it out of the bag, and all everyone right. has to do that. All Axis players, this is your Ardor <laughs> dice. Go. I mean, you how have, interesting! You would have three it be? minutes to complete your move before the next dice <coughs> is drawn. Right. It's it's. If you pull out the dice, that those players take that turn, and we're all right. watching. All right, who yep. still has to go? And then there's <laughs> one person who's agonizing over it, and everyone else is like, "Hurry up!" <laughs> and then we draw the next one, and that would be a nightmare. Don't. I mean, I don't think you would do it that way. I'd be like, like Pat said, you've got you've got two minutes to complete the order. Next dice, like bingo right? hall you, style. Yeah, exactly, bingo hall style. You would definitely have to be bingo hall style. B fifty-two. It'd, it'd be fun to yeah, try. It'd be fun to try at some point. It'd be hilarious to try, but I don't think this is. You know, seventy-five not a percent of the thing. tables have intelligence officers, so you have one massive roll-off. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of every round. <laughs> Well, everyone has to use them at the same time. All right, so those of you that rolled sixes can come forward. <laughs> yeah, we'd have like we'd have like three foo bars at a time, though. That'd be hilarious if like all of a sudden there's a whole bunch of foo bars that happen at the same time. Because 
that has seemed to statistically happen way more than I expected it to. Yeah, Especially so I mean, keep track. track. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's you know it's it was you know maybe just a few games here and there that that we saw it happening. And um, again, you know, if you're playing, you just give it some thought. And again, it's you know we had a lot of new players or or um, recent well new to the tournament. Yeah, yeah. recent uh, recent people picking up recent to bold action players, and so. You know, it's just giving some thought, and iteration will help mm-hmm. a lot. And you'll learn to to, to yeah, speed those no, things it, up. So, exactly, it was it was very thoughtful. I, I think it was a good way of handling it. Without you know, I was going to go over there and be like, "Hurry the fuck up!" And you like were way more diplomatic and very helpful. I was not going to be helpful. I was going to make them panic. <laughs> so, like you know, not intentionally, but coming over there and be like, "You guys need to move faster," isn't exactly the same as like, "Hey, I'm going to draw dice for you." Like you know, it's just one, well, hey, it, one it, approach is better than the other. What a great experience for them! They got the the, yeah. the almighty Snafu Dale to, to play their the, play the he, game with them. If he was only wearing white gloves, that would have been the best thing ever. I would take pictures <laughs> of like that. Stanley Cup style, <laughs> just Jesus. just Butler over there, just holding dice out. Oh, well, could say Kobe probably should have some blue gloves on anyway. Probably no, you know I, I will well, say that we didn't really. Well, we should well, have had um, some dude start snapping rubber gloves on next to me. I'm leaving. We could have, <laughs> yeah. uh, fair, or we could have put on some some squid game outfits. There you go. You know, where <laughs> we're wearing we're wearing pink. All right, we're wearing and we're wearing fencing helmets. Like. <laughs> this tangent brought to you by. Yeah, so. right. No, okay. To go back to the whole COVID thing, right? You had you had you had uh, uh, what is it called? Hand sanitizer. Yep, and. I will say this is something that came out of the like the postmortem is that as of now they've still not found any vac- any um, any outbreak of any kind Related that happened to as a result of Omega yeah. So, which well, is see they think that great. they think that shit's on the table because of COVID. That shit's on the table because it's also flu season. <laughs> well, and, and, and I had a, a, an so. Amazon misunderstanding. I thought I was ordering twelve of the six to eight ounces I could bring to the office, and it turned out that it was the Dawn size bottles. And so I, I <laughs> have a lot to get rid of all of a sudden. <laughs> like, literally, it's the dish soap. I mean, it actually says that you know, sponsored by Dawn, right on there. And I, yeah. I have my wife's like, "What were you thinking?" I said, "I thought they were the six to eight ounce ones I could have at my desk." <laughs> sure, nice. Well, they weren't. Well. I mean, and, you know, again, nobody got sick. That's the important, I, I, important thing. People yeah. were using them. Yeah. Even yeah. at the scoring table, I think I almost every time someone dropped off a pen or a score sheet, they used that, too. And there was a good majority of people were mask wearing, too. Just, you know, we didn't make it mandatory, but nope. people were, you know, conscious enough. And there is there's one player in particular I saw throughout the whole weekend that every time either his opponent or if someone on his right or left was wearing a mask, he put his on. But if they yeah, weren't, he was he very left curious his around him, and yeah. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. He, and and I mean, maybe it'll hurt his feelings or will not. But he was in contention for the snafu because he was being considerate to others around him. I thought that was you know, and that was exactly what we intended the award to be: is like wherever we feel like the award is deserved yep. for something like that. Yeah, yeah. so it was, it was really cool to see that. So, yeah. I mean, he wasn't the only one, but he was definitely one that I happened to notice every time that like. Hey, he wasn't wearing his mask last round. Oh, wait, no, neither was his opponent. Wait, no, now yeah. he is, but the guy on the left is wearing it, so he's got his on. Huh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, and I will say there was very no, respectful. I liked it. Yeah, but I think that there was also, you know, the people that were wearing masks, there were some that were, like, definitely wearing masks the whole time. And I don't think anyone was upset or concerned or, you know, there was not any anything like that, right? Like, yeah, I didn't. Which I'm grateful for. I didn't feel like 
anyone had any issues about where anyone else was at in regards to the whole COVID thing. Yeah, yeah. There was quite a bit of just, yeah, okay, you know what? And, and again, like you said, people were kind of paying attention and trying to be sensitive to what other people were maybe feeling or, or what their wishes could have been. So, yeah. Yeah. Really well yeah. done. So that's, that's it is, I'm so happy to see that things can happen like this. I would say post-pandemic, but we're not out of it yet, but, you know, just. No, we're, we're probably the fourth or fifth inning, though. <laughs> Shit, that one's it's a long game of baseball. I mean, baseball. Have you been to baseball lately? Good grief! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long game. Yeah. Like I love it. I love sitting back and watching baseball. But that's a different game, a different podcast. Yeah, for a different it's day. really big problems. We get to the, end, the bottom of the seventh when they stop serving alcohol. That's where we really get into problems. Well, then you have to go into better places. That's that's what I hear. As you go, <laughs> I've, I've been in a box once that you, you can drink all you want as long as you want because that's just how the boxes work. That really did spoil baseball for me. Um, yeah, because no, I, now I have to stop in the seventh inning too, but that's okay because beer is expensive there anyway. So usually it's expensive, I guess. No, and it is. It always is. Yeah, it always yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, captured audience and all. All right. Well, that's that was Recon Rumble uh, again, Pat. That was well done. Uh, I unfortunately wasn't able to attend, but I know it was well done because I heard about it and people are excited about it still. Yeah, obviously. we had we had was it four or five Kings of War guys that came over for that. That played in it? Yeah. Yep. Fam- fabulous. Yeah. Let's we not, had, we let's had five not people a... that weren't signed up for Operation Snafu that played in the Recon Rumble, and I think all of them because they were doing Saturday, Sunday with Kings of War next door. Cool. And That's they awesome. stopped over throughout the weekend, too, during their breaks. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Definitely was some, yeah, I definitely recognized some faces that were not playing, our, that are that were not playing Bolt Action that I remember from And a lot of them so, came back yeah. for the, the Tank Wars thing Saturday night, too, which is even cooler. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little more, too, because I'm, I'm super excited about what I came, so. But let's t- let's talk about some rules that came up. Uh, is this rules that came up during? I imagine this was during Recon Rumble. Because uh, the recce rule is the, by far the, the recce rule in particular. Lot. And yeah. this, and, and I think I mentioned this last episode is that most people uh, weren't used to playing with recce vehicles or recce things. But you know they're, they're they're pretty good in Recon Rumble, so they got a little confused. Yeah. Not to mention that every FAQ goes over the last FAQ, Change. goes over some of the rules, goes over some of the logic. Yeah. And it's then, all over the place for that rule, for sure. what was previously ruled. Yep. Anyways. There's definitely been some weird changes in the rule, yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I'll say this about Recce. So, still, regardless of all the FAQs and everything that's gone on, it comes down to, at the end of your Recce move, there's three conditions that have to be met. You either have to be further away from the attacker, in cover, or out of line of sight. If you accomplish one of those three, you have made a successful recce maneuver. Can you move forward to cover? Yes. I thought they changed that in a fact at one point. They changed it back. Oh, okay. 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 (laughs) Interesting. So what what it it currently has is... You can recce advance, you can recce run. So if you are a recce vehicle and you recce as an advance, you can either advance or run. If you choose to recce advance in reverse, you are still allowed to make your 90-degree move. You're a recce vehicle. If you are dual-directional steering, your reverse recce can be a run. That's what dual-directional steering gets you. Oh, I thought it'd give you full speed. That's what a run order is. That's the run is, yeah. So you can only... Okay, so... A wheel you vehicle can still only go twelve. You can go in reverse at full speed. Yes. Which normally when you reverse, you can't go full speed. But you can only run twelve inches, or can you run twenty-four? Depends if you're on a road or not. Right. 
So a run order in reverse is 12, or 12 inches. It's off of the road. On a, so if you're, if you're a, wheeled, a wheeled, wheeled vehicle. vehicle. Right, so it's still half your movement. Your movement is, is 12 inches. Right, okay. okay. You, so your, your, your reverse is still half, half speed. No, if but you're you, you're able you to run. run. Full speed. Yes. So you could go 24 inches yes. on a wheeled and vehicle. And one turn if you're wheeled. Right. That's what I thought. I'm like, that didn't sound right. So, if, but if you're if you're not dual direction, you Which would only be able to back up what, twelve. Like five or six vehicles the, that the have only dual one, directional. The, the, the Puma is the only one I know. There's more. There's, know. A, there's a fair number that do actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's more than you think, but um, those get you better movement backwards for sure. That's those what makes open sense. up That's the run option to you, right? For, mm-hmm. for recce. Yep. Otherwise, it's just an advance. And yes, on an advance with a recce vehicle moving backwards, you do get a turn. You get one ninety degree turn. Yep. Well, no, so it's an advance. So it's oh. two turns. Yeah. But you could turn around and move back then. Well, the turns are ninety degrees. Right. You could make your two turns one eighty and move. Oh, forward, right, right, yep, yep. Which would be silly. Oh, because yeah. You be could move same. forward away from the enemy. Right. Yeah. right. So it, again, or towards there's, there's, yeah, cover and stuff. However, you get there. There's three conditions that have to be met, and if you don't meet any one of those. That's a bad recce move, and you got to try again. Okay, here's here's a here's a weird question there regarding that. What if I were to recce my okay? So multi launcher launches at me. I recce towards a unit, so I'm within six inches of another unit. Does that make me an invalid target and, yes. and count towards that? Yes. If it's if it's the enemy unit, yeah. Right, because you can't shoot it within six inches of an enemy unit. Mm-hmm. Essentially, is what a multi launcher so where, says. So yeah, wherever you end up, then you have to. That's where you end up, and then you redo the targeting of the shot. But it doesn't necessarily follow any of that criteria of, of moving further what away in cover or... Well, did you meet the first side? three criteria by making that move? One of the three. Because if you Which didn't, one? then no. Yeah, as I say, it didn't meet any of those criteria. No, no, you can't. In the way I'm imagining it in my head without any terrain. So you wouldn't be able to do it even if it made you an invalid target. That's what I was asking. Because that would make you an invalid target, even... Well, no, then the shot would not have anything. Miss. Right, right, but... The recce move would fail first, right? Because you have right. to. Yeah, you would. And the rules they very specifically state those three conditions that you. Yeah. And you can't see me holding up my three fingers, but I am. <laughs> I, I, I can't pat. It's okay. So, but okay, yes, cool. You have to you have to complete one of those three criteria, and then now what's still fuzzy is that currently rules is written. Uh, if you made an advance, you're supposed to put an advance order next to your next to your unit. If you made a run, you're supposed to put a run, which I would suspect to be changed because the book rules say that at the end of your record movie you change your order down regardless of what you did. Mm-hmm. And the reason that's important right. is because people assaulting vehicles what that order dice next to that vehicle is makes a big difference. Yeah, in it makes road. a huge difference. So yeah. I expect that to be corrected. Cool. Cool. I I guess I fail to see how ambush is a hard rule, but I guess let's talk about what makes it. Why was the question? It's a tough rule. It's, I think it's it's probably very underutilized and creates some confusion because a lot of people, uh, and I, I, and this is probably like early recon rumble that within the round round one, like first ninety minutes, I had six questions on an ambush from the same table. No, no, uh, no, no one, no one twice in the same table. But from six different tables, there was at least there were six questions about. Okay, I'm on ambush. He's doing this. 
when do I get to fire? At any point along the move. Your most advantageous point. So. You catch them at your point blank, great. You catch them out of cover, great. Any point in there. Yep. That's all you're looking for. And and I, I think people get that mixed up with uh, the reaction fire order. Mm-hmm. If someone's charging you and you haven't acted yet, you can you can grab the dice instead of going down. You can do the fire, and that fire is taken exactly at that point when that yep. unit declared the charge. Mm-hmm. So, and what gets confused on this is because okay, well they started the charge outside of my pistol's range of six inches. Mm-hmm. Don't I get to shoot? And the rule says no. You are allowed to shoot when they come in at your maximum effective range. So if you've got a you know a, a, a five man dude with just have pistols left, mm-hmm. which okay, you're probably part of. Or if it's if it's a cavalry unit that charges eighteen inches and you have some machine yeah, guns. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yeah. So so that would start at that twelve inch mark, and it's this is the reactionary fire, not the ambush. Just to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> and but. The starting condition of the unit is taken into effect, meaning if that unit started in cover and came out, regardless of the fact that they were in cover at 16 inches and you couldn't fire until 12 inches, you are still taking that shot as though it was at 16 inches at your maximum range. Sure. You're talking about reaction. Fire. I'm talking about reactionary fire. Yes. Right. So any. And that's where, and that's why I brought this up because ambush and reactionary fire seem to get confused in a lot of people's minds. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted to to bring it up. And that cuz that's people were on ambush, but the attacker was thinking, "Well, no, it's reaction. So you do it right now." It's like, "No. No, no. Ambush is whenever it's best for them. Reaction is sure. Yeah. I'm screwed. This is when I have to do it." Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't ambush give you benefits for reactionary fire though, too? Um, as I, in the fact that you... Well... You don't have a minimum range, right? Like, you, well, no. you can still... I mean, if, if you're being charged and you're on ambush, then you can wait until they're in the best possible point to shoot them. Right. Out of cover. I thought it gave them the range. ability to... I thought they gave them even when they were within six inches, they were still able to shoot, yes. if I remember yes. correctly. Yes, even when ambush, six can, inches. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, when they're ambushed. Yep. Because you're yeah. interrupting like, whatever it is that happened. So typically... Right. Yeah, if they're closer than six inches, they're too close to react, just pulling the dice Normally, out of the bag and, yeah. and reacting. But if yeah. you're in ambush, you're ready to go. You get to chance. Yeah. And if they charge you even within six inches, you still get to activate that ambush order. You get to pew, pew, pew. That reminds me, Dale, back to Recky, you just <laughs> mentioned. So, again, within six inches, there's no reaction, Recky or otherwise. If you're too close, you're it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, so if you're being charged from within six inches, you can't Recky away from Correct. No. Right. But you could if it was twelve. No, I can understand why nobody understands these rules because we just like talked about three rules kind of interchangeably <laughs> there. <laughs> well, it, you know, and that, that, that goes in the way the the way the book is written too. That's very you fair, actually. Find, that's you have a very to find good the assessment. Weave and the counterpoint to understand what's actually going on. Yeah, and then you find the the, the gray box section we, um, six pages away from it. Usually, like an email or a Discord message. We might. Um, yeah. Or a Facebook yeah. message. Maybe we should set up some secondary objectives to encourage people to do these underutilized orders. R- recce three times. Yeah, yeah. I I will say that was maybe something that I noticed right away. It was like especially during our our meeting when I handed out the cards. There was a guy that was like assault, 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 uh, and then whatever the other ones were, like kill, kill, kill. I'm like, oh crap, these are pretty. Right. Like maybe they're a little too samey. So we can definitely. 
But we'd have to like maybe tease those a little more so that people understood they maybe need a recce vehicle right. if we're going to like require a recce. Or like um, 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 cause a casualty from an ambush reaction or something like that or, you know, whatever the case Sure. Be, so. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah, maybe something that they can always be able to do. Right. Um, <laughs> this is this is a hidden secret topic rule thing is, <laughs> okay, there are two, two of them. Uh, I loved the foobar box because there were so many people that didn't know how to play foobar. It was really handy. You just walk up and you can help them with their foobar and then you walked away. Yep. Because cause it was every time, like, well, I got friendly fire. I'm like, well, okay. And then they're like, I don't understand how it works. I'm like, of course you don't because it doesn't make sense. Hold on. Like, <laughs> and we'd have to describe it. I'd have to sit down and describe it. Like, let's do, like pick a unit. Is that unit within six inches of an enemy unit? 12. Okay, then it can 12 be fired. Or 12, 12 inches, whatever. 12 inches, yeah. Same difference, but... Yeah, 12 inches of the other unit. And it's still didn't, just the idea of how I have yeah, to help Yeah, I actually just answered this one on Facebook yesterday. Hmm. Which is, which is okay, so that unit, that Fubard, yep. for all intents and purposes, consider them as your opponent's unit right now. Yep. yep, it's an enemy unit at that point. Yep. And then go. Yep, this is, except the unit that they're targeting has to be within 12 inches of one of their own units. Right. Which right. is, makes it a little bit confusing. But it's, once you figure it out, once you say it that way, it, yeah. it, like I saw it click a couple times, like, you get to you get to use them how you would want to use them. Yep. Oh, okay. It made a lot of sense that way. But it was just handy to have the foobar box and you actually walk up and be able to help them when that happened. And like, what happens if it doesn't? Like, you know, like what happens if I don't have a unit within twelve? Like, well, then it's just down. Hey, hey Rick, there's no such thing as coincidence. Just plans other people didn't tell you about. <laughs> yeah, maybe you didn't tell me about this. Okay. Um, the other one. This has killed me a little bit is the person that brought an air observer and didn't necessarily know the airstrike rules. <laughs> I was kind of a little bit upset with that. Like, I understood the players that were like, what the hell's an artillery strike that just landed on my table from way over there? I don't understand this. And like, we had to, you know, like, Pat, you came over and would help them with it. Yep, yep. That's a very but the, step uh, through process with, with those Yeah, ones, but, the, but the airstrike without knowing how to do airstrikes is a little bit concerning to me. Well, um, in all fairness, I think that based on their performance, if he had known what it was, he wouldn't have brought it. Oh, is that, okay. Well, that, I mean, well, because yeah, you think an air observer is going to be good, but they're not. Especially when you're like, I'm going to bring Americans for the first time to a tournament, and my special rule says airstrikes are good. I'm going to bring an airstrike, and you're like, oh shit, that wasn't that wasn't what I should have done. Yeah. Well, to be that's fair. That's fair. Especially when we explain it to them and how how it worked. You're like, oh <laughs> no, that's not like, so good. That's stupid. I don't want that. In my yeah. List. Well, yeah okay, can we not? Can we not do that? Like, how about we just don't do that? Like that'd be better if we didn't land it on my own shit. Yep. Thank you very much. But anyway, okay. That was airstrikes are confusing because nobody takes them. Like, rightfully so. There are very few people are like willing to like let their own planes land on their own crap. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> right. I don't like my so own was, stuff blowing up my own stuff. I'm a firm. Yeah, I'm firm yeah. Like that. For, for the points you're paying for, you don't want it to land on your own yeah. stuff. Right. Definitely doesn't feel good. Okay. All right. Um, that's fun rule stuff, but let's let's talk about the the big dog, the Operation Snafu. Why don't we uh, a, why don't we uh, tease that a little bit further and take a little break first and come back to it? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, well we'll be right back talking about Operation Snafu. Then I hope you like the music. We'll be right back. I'll be home. For Christmas, you can plan on me. Please 
leaves have snow and mistletoe and presents on the tree. Christmas Eve will find me where the love light gleams. I'll be home for Christmas if only. you like the music i i'm assuming it's some kind of christmasy music right pat that's a that's a weird assumption but we could probably find something to make it work it's the time of year happy holiday like i love whatever. music it's a good I, yeah music. right i love music i hope you all liked the music whatever it was um it's great <laughs> it's always great there's never there's you know i don't know that i've heard many stinky world war ii songs well, I just don't put those ones in. The, the the howling cow thing in the other episode, holy shnikes, I didn't like that one, but <laughs> it was caught me off guard. I was laughing hysterically, but it was also like, But I, I said that to you guys a month no, before we even put it in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Pat, uh, yeah, you, you just sent us just the sound. Yeah. yeah that's fair. <laughs> we were warned. <laughs> we were warned. We didn't warn was. any of the listeners, but, yeah, you know. Hopefully, hopefully uh, nobody uh, crashed their car or anything. So, shame on you if you're listening to us in the car. I guess is what that comes down to. Shame on you if you're listening to us. <laughs> what, what, what kind? Of, not not suitable for listening while driving. No, <laughs> yes. What kind of label do you have to put on that? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know if Apple has that one yet, but they might have to put one on there if we got <laughs> Howling Cow at the beginning of episodes. It should not be operating heavy equipment. <laughs> yeah, it's got like weird auditory. Uh, what's that called? It's got a name for that. Like, can mess you up with just sound. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, whatever. There's like some weird. You can make weird noises and kind of like get you into a weird state. 
I don't know how to describe it, but like I, I saw something one time. On, yes, you um, just accidentally just show up in Nebraska. I like Nebraska, so let's shut the no. fuck up about Nebraska. I know you're from Nebraska, <laughs> that's why I put it out there. <laughs> I was I was gonna make a reference to I, I saw something one time in an Iron Man movie where they play the sound and people like paralyzed. So, oh, like some sort of brainwashing exercise type of thing. Uh, Pavlov, isn't that this, something? Well, that's a different thing. But that could be anything. That's just a that's just a response reward system, right? Like. Doesn't so we need to, to work on response reward for the howling cow is what you're mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, everyone needs to, like, yeah, we just get everyone, like, everyone gets super happy when it happens. Um, well, depending how well the new player series is received, maybe they will. Sure, that's a good point, actually. I mean, I haven't heard much one way or the other yet, but that's because it's in in uh, the Patreon, Patreon patrons. Uh, purgatory. Do we right have now. another episode coming out soon? We do, actually. We yeah. we have one recorded. Uh, I've got it mostly edited. Uh, but I would like us to get another one recorded in the bank before we yeah, send that one out. So pop another one out before we do another one. For sure, I have, I have reached out to the players that we talked to and let them know that you know we're still alive, we're still doing this. And it's just <laughs> operation staff who got in the way, and now it's the holidays. So like, I have to do this. That's totally cool, man. Here's here's yeah. the times I can make it. Awesome. Cool. So. Awesome. All right. Well, speaking of operation Snafu, the thing that was eating up all our time before, before I don't know. The, for the weekend before Thanksgiving? Before, before all the other stuff that was eating up our time. Yeah, it seems like there's things that eat up time. It's <laughs> amazing how that works. Man, I shouldn't have children or something. Well, no, I wouldn't <laughs> go that far. No, I actually, no, I left my kids. All right, anyway, so let's talk about Operation Zanfu. It was a success. Again, yet again. I feel like, you know what, this year might have been the best. It was a pretty I, good year, not going to lie. I, I wasn't at last year, so it's hard for me to judge, but I feel like it had more players, they were really engaged, had fun. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but that felt like it was good. Mm-hmm. It know. was good. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I mean, I don't know that we can say if it was the best or not. We'd have to. We'd have to ask we'd have the folks to at the poll. Come, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it. Yeah. It was hey, great. John Stentz, was it the best snafu? He's been to all of them. I think I actually think Monty might have said that. I think Monty's been to all of them. I think but Ian's I think Monty says that. I think Monty says that every time, though. So. Oh, he just enjoys playing bolt action, I, hanging I out with everybody. So all of those are the best times ever. If yeah. we get He's better every, if we get better every year, then it's ac- accurate. Then it's accurate. But I think he would say it even if it wasn't. Quite honestly, because I mean, it's the best thing that he did. He finds. That weekend. I, I think he's really good at finding a way to make the things he's involved in the best that it can be. So For sure. And he's, well, and he's a very positive player, too. Yeah. And we, we had person. some feedback from the Renegade Open Committee as well. There was an official uh, survey that went out to all the participants, so whether oh, you cool. filled it out or not. Um, and basically, we were we were pretty well received. Nice. Good. Sweet. So uh, uh, we, were, we were up there in uh, best terrain again. Okay. So, you know, that kind of stuff. So... Maybe they should give awards for the tournament organizers, too. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, seeing the smiles on the faces of the players it's, is... It's all the reward we need. Yeah. Well, no, it's it helps. But, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. with you. We should get other awards. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we raise want more accolades. Thank yeah, you. Raise the most money for Toys for Tots. Whatever you know, we can we can come up with some. I'll give I'll give uh, Jamie some ideas for rewards right. for the tos. Here's some awards that you can give us next year. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sounds great. I'm sure you'll be right on that. <laughs> no, all right. So started Saturday morning, roughly nine o'clock. Uh, 
all but uh, yeah. like one player showed up like on time. Like one we had a couple one person that came in at like nine thirty two. Yeah, but otherwise everyone else is there, you know, fifteen minutes ahead of time, which is right because it was nine thirty is when we were supposed to start doing meeting, right? Like yep. we were supposed to start our team meetings. Yep. Yeah, someone came in. I mean, but that's pretty good. Only one. I don't think you had any day of drops. Um, we had one player drop no. before we for had a night personal before. reasons. Yeah, yep. but that's mm-hmm. but that was. I think we he gave us a heads up early, so there was definitely a. We knew that was a possibility of happening, but otherwise, Correct. I don't think anyone else dropped, right? Not day of, no. Oh, sweet, yeah. That's. Yeah. I mean, that, sometimes that happens, you know. Yep. Like you know, actually, almost almost always happens. Always, yeah. Yeah, this kind of, you know, I think there's the kind of the positive and negatives of COVID, right? Like you're committing to a thing, like a you haven't gotten to probably play as many tournaments lately, and b you've committed to a thing, so you're going to do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they're like gung ho to go do this thing, so I think that played a role in it, maybe. You know, there's some the wishy-washy players didn't sign up because they're like, we're not able to do the same things. Like, you're not be able to commit it like that. Could be. But I, I Who know knows? We, okay. So we had a total of total signups were, um, were thirty nine and thirty three players for day of were nice. playing. So fabulous. That's a great time. That was, it felt like a great turnout. Yeah, you know, the, the, it was so it was so successful that uh, Renegade asked us to expand. We're like, uh, yeah. Jeff's not going to like that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there are ways we could do it. I have ideas. Like we could, we can do it. But it's just uh, at a what matter point of, are you losing the narrative touch and the personal elements? You know, to that? We I, were at seventeen. What are we, what were we at, Dale? What did you have? Sixteen or seventeen? You had sixteen, right? Um, there were thirty space for thirty six. We had thirty three players, right? So yeah, so there's sixteen, uh, yep. uh, sixteen allies, and seventeen. Allies. Oh yeah, yeah it's the yes, ringer yeah, was right, on right. the yep, axis yep, side. Yep, yep, correct. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it feels like there were more people there than before, but it didn't feel that different. And I think it, some of the efficiencies that we've gained would make it possible to do more. It, it's um, my I guess my concern has always been. And perhaps now it's becoming unfounded. Um, we lose we lose the ability for effective communication uh, within the teams themselves to plan sure. out how to how they're going to execute whatever strategy they're coming up with. But sure. this being our third or fourth time at it, with with the veterans coming back, I had players within my team kind of step up and kind of just guide everything as they yeah. were going through. Yeah. And um, and in, and so in the end, I didn't feel like. The size of, of my team was an issue at all. Yeah, I, I would agree. I didn't feel like it was any different than it was before. Right. Um, and like you said, I, we, there's definitely like veteran players that came and were able to do it. Um, that were able to you know, basically, I'm just answering questions and you know trying to guide them a little bit, but not in a way of like steering part pairings or anything like that. Just yep. Mm-hmm. The so. um, um, from the previous years, the biggest struggle for me at the, at, that we ended up, or that I ended up, kind of having to manage were the table matchups, as far yep. as mm-hmm. which tables and things like that. Yep. But but Pat had adapted the oh, dude. the uh, the magnetic board that he had used in the in the theaters of war tournament um, for this um, for Operation Snafu, and that I think made things really easy. Plus, there's a little yes. bit of um, a fun thing because you can walk through and hand hand guys their name and. Yep. Um, for their matchups, and then they would look around, and yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah. It, now I think we had a couple of shortfalls on that, which we can shore up pretty quickly. Yeah, yep. I, easy, I shored them up on the fly, but uh, after that, I think we'll do it. We'll be able to yeah. get that. Very easy quickly. corrections. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think the biggest problem with expanding is just tables. 
right? Just uh, adding more tables. In the room. In, well, space in the room is exhausting. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to talk with them if they want us to expand. There's going to have to be a. Well, I mean, how did they how did they pitch that, Pat? Were they talking <laughs> like uh, a, an extra three tables, or, or what was? Uh, when are you guys going to go to fifty? Okay. Ooh, fifty! <laughs> Dear Lord. Um. But in all fairness, they say that every year. So yeah, I mean, to be fair, they they really do want to push us to be bigger, and we have. I mean, at this point, we're we're basically capped by the room we're in. So if they want to do it, they're going to have to give us more room. But that's a different story for a different day. So uh, planning maybe, starts. Maybe episode seventy, we'll talk about that. Again. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, so planning started pro- pretty promptly. Yeah. Yep. Once say. once the last guy was determined to be in the room, it was. Uh, just a couple very brief announcements that I ran over and chat about the secondary objective cards briefly, and then yep. uh, turn it over to you guys. So, which I think were beautiful. Of course, those objective cards are beautiful. Yes, Ricky did a yes. fantastic job <laughs> on those. <laughs> to note, no, I, I, uh, I, I got plenty of compliments during the weekend. I don't need more. But uh, and for for those that weren't there, so we we have these this pool of six secondary objective objectives. That uh, Rick did some awesome graphics on. They were very well done. I, I mean, I didn't do any them. of the illustration. I just put well, the you... illustrations in and shit. But yeah, right. You're not selling them. I, ma- I made them look right. good. Yep. No. Right. That's good. So basically, you could do is you could take <clears throat> two of these, any two of them, and place them next, uh, face up next to the side of the board, and you could get one or both of them. And if you achieved them, then they went into your discard, and then you had the other four to cycle through, and then based on how the rounds were going we were determining which side got to reshuffle and reuse all of their secondary objectives or not. Right. Because so. some of them were easier than others, obviously, so being able to regain them was probably advantageous to teams that were down. Because yep. the, the, the secondary bonus at the end of it was basically equivalent to a major victory for their side. Like, it was just adding points at the end of the game. Or at the end of the, at the tournament. Yep. Mm-hmm. So whoever yeah, had like the more a, just got points for it. Just a small way to kind of encourage uh, a catch-up mechanic in case one team yeah. just was oh. crushing the other. So uh, Interesting <laughs> to note, there was only one player that got both their secondary objectives every round. Wow. Who was that? That was Hunter. Wow. Good job, Hunter. Hunter. Good yeah. job, Hunter. Did, wow. he, did he actually win some games, too? Uh, yes, he did. Nice. Uh, looks like he had three majors and a, and a major loss. So three okay. major victories and a major loss. That's well That's done, Hunter. Yep. Good for him. Yeah. No um, kidding. Yeah. So I thought there were – I think secondaries are fun. It's something to do. Maybe it gives you something to, to distract you when you're playing a game, for sure. <laughs> um, it, so it's supposed to give you something else to think about. It's supposed to be an added distraction and some yes. other tangent thing that you're supposed to – it's supposed to give you more to do. Well, and, I, and maybe we need to focus on that more in, the, in next year's is how it adds to the team dynamic, like how it adds. Like I don't think – we maybe didn't do a good job of explaining, like this is how you as a team can do – you know, can gain victory points or whatever. You know, like we just – they're like just secondaries. They didn't necessarily understand why they were secondaries or what, we were, what they were getting for it, I guess. Maybe we didn't need to give them the actual reward, but did we tell them that? No. Yeah, I don't feel like we told them that. I feel like that maybe that would have helped. But, and, maybe. And, and for reasons, if you want yeah, to keep behind the curtain. But for, we'll sure. just say for reasons. Yeah. yeah. Well, but even just saying is like, you know, whoever has the more point, whoever has the more cards, there's there's, 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 accepted, there's, some, there's secondary objectives. Attempt to get all of them. Yeah. Go. Yeah, and that's fair, yeah. They will mm-hmm. be good. Win big prizes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mm. mean, fun stuff. 
Uh, so let's let's talk about round one. So round one, I mean, I don't know if I have anything to talk about planning-wise other than, that, like, the players that won at the end of this thing or the players that were, you know, the ones that were speaking up and helping and doing all of that stuff during the during the planning phase. And we'll, it'll play more role later in second, second, third round. But Well, I never um, get to, I never really, I try to eavesdrop a little bit on each of the huddles, sure. but I don't ever get to hear what's really going on in there. So that's, Well, the, what was killing me is that we set up discords for both sides before this tournament started, and there was a lot of banter about, like, the objective boards and just the, you know, the speculation is about which boards were coming back was hilarious. Oh God, that was awesome! <laughs> it was, it was oh, just yeah. like I'm just like I'm, I'm just going to bite my it. lip and just be like, uh, I'm yeah, just, that was an nobody... objective table. Yep, yep, that was yeah, that mm-hmm. was an objective table. Maybe You're right. There back. was a submarine one year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the submarine board is coming back. I'm like, no, what? Like, where is this coming from? Like, but I thought it was hilarious. Anyway, um, so that was some of the planning stuff that happens. But so yeah, round one scenario is I can't remember what the scenario was now. Breakthrough. Breakthrough, that's right. Okay. So, Jeff, was this a classic breakthrough, or did you tweak it in a particular way to... <clears throat> this was absolutely tweaked to be, um, I don't know, more Snafood. fun. <laughs> Snafood. Uh, it's, it's very similar to um, envelopment, except that you don't score points for killing your opponent's units. I got the scenario up if you want to go through it. Yeah, why, yeah sure, sure you want to. Okay, so <clears throat> the setup is the ally player is picking the long table edge and deploys their entire army at least 12 inches from the table center line. Axis player then deploys four units at least 12 inches from, from their, on their side. Uh, if the Axis player has an intelligence officer, uh, they can make an intelligence check, which is, you know, you roll a dice if it's a four plus, you succeed, uh, and you apply minus one for inexperienced and plus one for veteran on that roll. Uh, the distance then is decreased. Is you get an extra six inch bonus for those. Right, you get to move up to eighteen inches. Yep. In, no forward deployment. Nope. Uh, the objective is the Axis player must try to move as many of their units into the deployment setup zone, or even yep. off the board. So that's hence development. There's a mm-hmm. preparatory bombardment. Uh, yep. And then here's the interesting scoring. The, the, the scoring, the victory conditions. Axis player scores two victory points for each of their own units that's inside the ally player's setup area. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, three victory points for each unit that has moved off. Sure. Ally player scores two victory points for every access unit not scoring, either because they didn't move oh. far enough or they got destroyed. Sure. So they're just all considered out, basically destroyed if they're not in the deployment zone. Correct. So those artillery pieces Sweet. that sit yeah. back are going to are going to yeah, be two gonna, victory points. They're going to pose you at the end. So mm-hmm. major victories. One side scores at least six more points than the other. Minor is at least two. Um, any other results is a minor win for the allies. Okay. And if I remember correctly, the Axis took this. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> 190 to 130 was the total yeah. between. Okay. Oh, so that, also includes, that also includes the objective tables, too, but which were, of course, their own scenarios as we talked about last episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about that some. To death, um, some might say. Cool. To death. To, to, to at least within an inch of death. And it's situation normal all fund up, Jeff, when we're talking about scenarios, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, having, we're making them more fun, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, should, I do like that rule change because it does, it does penalize you for the snap F you. Yeah, for everything else, that's fine. But for when we're writing scenarios, when he's going to snafu a scenario, I don't want him to fuck it up. Like well, Jeff can put the F even in the fun like nobody else. So. <laughs> uh, I did write the part as a scenario, so yeah. I can. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, that, is how the, did, um, that is the F you in fun, yeah. Why? Or, or so as far as the narrative goes, 
you know, we're talking about Budapest and, and the over... And the Battle of the Bulge. Right, Battle of the Bulge, how that all worked together. Why mm-hmm. why this envelopment as the first one? Yeah, so the the primary concern the Axis forces have at the start of Operation uh, Watch on the Rhine, or what we call the Battle of the Bulge, um, is they need to move. They need to gain territory while they still have the advantage. And the idea is to drive all the way to all the way to the ocean. Uh, I think it's Antwerp. I want to say Antwerp. They're driving towards to secure the port. So it's not about killing your opponent. It's about taking ground and moving past your opponent. You want to overrun them, classic Blitzkrieg style, and get to your objectives. And you have a limited time frame to do it in. Uh, you've only got enough supplies. I th- <laughs> you don't have enough supplies for a protracted campaign, so it has to be quick, dirty, and you've got to push. Okay. And a lot of the time, if you push past people, they'll, you know, especially with their experience in the Russian campaign, is if you can push past them, they'll oftentimes surrender. So sure. the last thing you want to do is get held up having protracted, you know, battles, gun battles with, with your enemy. You want to push past and take the ground and get going. Yeah, if... if- if you're if you're getting contact from the rear, that's usually a, a pretty good indication that things have gone really bad. <laughs> that's, that's yes, bad. yes, that's usually bad here. <laughs> okay. Militarily speaking, correct. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think in more just in life in general, if things are shooting at you from the back, you're probably hosed anyway. All right. So just let that after that right. first one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. After so after that first round, um, yeah, there was a sixty point gap. So sure. Got her, and we got some lunch, came back, and we did it all again. Um, some more planning. Uh, this is where I think I, things got interesting for at least my team, Dale, for the planning portion of it, was my team started talking about the things they needed to have on each of the boards. Like, not necessarily like the armies, but like, hey, it'd be really good if we had Tough Fighter on this board, or if we had Stubborn Troops, or things that can really move up quick. You know, they started actually trying to work that out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I kind of wish. I mean, they, we don't we don't give them those scenarios in advance, so they can't really plan that. But mm-hmm. um, no, they but, get them when they get to the table. Well, and, and they were <coughs> doing things like if if you have a choice, pick this table side. Don't pick that table side. Like they were actually, you know, helping their like helping their teammates like actually make better decisions quickly. I guess. Yeah, that was kind of good. Yeah, I, I saw I saw a little bit a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so because we were short, not short, but because there were two pl- uh, two tables that weren't um, that weren't being played in each round, yep. um, they were trying to kind of see what those were in particular. And my team was kind of getting together and talking about you know what they saw in the first round, what they felt worked. Yep. Um, but they were still pretty concerned with trying to work out which of the objective tables they felt were like really important. Mm-hmm. Because for me, and I think for your team as well, you probably told them the same thing. Um, you couldn't play an objective table a second time until everyone else had already Correct. played once. Correct. And so they were trying to kind of get those matchups. Well, not those matchups, but those players in place first, and then and then going around. But we still, I think we still saw some folks being like, "Oh, hey, I'd really like to play you." You know, yeah, where do you want to yeah. play? That, that right. happens quite a bit. There were definitely there were definitely grudge, match, grudge <laughs> matches in the first round and second round. I saw them several times throughout the and weekend. Third and fourth, and and fourth up until when we started pairing people to some degree. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah there was I definitely saw like planning ahead, trying to figure out where they could match up, and you know that was fine. I will say for the for the Axis side, I feel like they very much heavily favored the the um, that round um, like instantaneous. 
bonuses, right? They were like sure. artillery and airstrike were big for them, mm-hmm. like because they could get something out of it right away, which I found intriguing to to some degree. I yeah. think that was they they kind of yeah I they mean, they waited heavy heavily on the, more heavily on those in my opinion than they did on the other yeah objective the, tables. Um, coming out of the first round, if I'm not mistaken, your team had secured both both of the airfield and the artillery tables yep. and their and their bonuses in in the first round. And I think we had the partisan table too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they, yeah while did. yeah, while your team scored sixty points up, I think yeah. there was a split on the objective tables amongst the teams. Hmm. And so, there were. And, and I think that carried into the second round as well. So, I mean, as just, far as to, to some degree, yeah. Yeah, as far as I mean, you guys still took the artillery pit and the airfield table. So, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so, what was scenario two? Timely objectives. Hmm. Yes, this is this is my favorite. I think this is actually my favorite scenario. This is classic snafu. Yeah, but this is like a perfect scenario in my opinion. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. You're very welcome. It's well deserved. <laughs> All right. So this one is there are three objectives that are placed along the center line, uh, 24 sure. inches apart. Yep. Um, and uh, at the end of each game round, you'll score one victory point for each objective that you control. Keep the running total. Because uh, at the end of the game, whoever has the most points wins. So each objective is giving points at the end of each round. So it favors yeah. some speed. Aggressive. Well, it, yep. it, yeah, it, it favors aggressiveness to some degree. And then we also had, uh, if either army has an intelligence officer list prior to deployment, intelligence off- make an intelligence test. Uh, if passed, uh, they can, if successful, up to two infantry units may make it three a free three-inch movement after being deployed. And it does not trigger any ambush. So a little repositioning if you had that intelligence officer in. Sure. There. That's new for this year. Rangers shuffle forward. <laughs> not Rangers lead the way. It's Rangers sort of initiate contact. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. No. I mean that's cool because I mean that that plays into this scenario very well, right? Right. If I you mean, make it any, you're if you make inches, it any faster, it'll be bad. You're twelve inches away from the center line, and now you yep. you, you had an intelligence officer. You you have two infantry units that are only nine inches away now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, <clears throat> you would be right on the edge of being able to score a victory point, or you can run and actually have it. Fun Depending stuff. On, on terrain, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Not cons- not taking into consideration terrain. So, were uh, were these the poker chip ones? Yes. Um, okay. They were. And those these, were really nice too. Those weren't. They were. Um, That's all, Jeff. And this wasn't. These were not very. Um, scoring points. No, points. they were all worth one. They were point, all worth right? one. Okay. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But they scored at the end of every turn. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, every turn. Right. Okay. So, yep. you could score more points if you had all of them for the whole game. Which right. prob- then, probably happened in some cases, but. Uh, the major victory is just to have three more points than the other guy. Sure. Which is, that's a lot. It's not not an easy task, for sure. No, it's not. Uh... Fight, you got to fight everyone. Yep. Got to keep them off your objectives. Keep them from being contested. It's a lot of work. And how did it, how did it come out? Uh, so there's only four major victories that round. Total? Yep. Thanks. So, uh, but this one was the opposite effect of what round was round one was, and the allies came back, and everything was tied up at the end of day one. Yeah, it's amazing. It was like it was like spot on tied. And the second <laughs> the secondary objectives were uh, twenty one axis, twenty three allies at this point. Damn, like almost exactly tied as well. Yep. Amazing how that works. 
Yeah, that came back real quickly. I think, if I'm not mistaken, after the first round, we allowed um, we allowed one team to shuffle back in. All of uh, the yes, objectives, correct. Right? Mm-hmm. That, was correct. The, that was the allies did. Yeah, encourage a little bit of um, you know closing that gap. So, so Jeff, this one then the timely objectives. How mm-hmm. does that work into the narrative of of what happened then? So yeah, so and this one is uh, I like this one because this is getting to your objectives and holding the position, which is something you absolutely do in a military operation. Uh, it's not just who's holding at the end of the game. It's you want to get up there and hold it now because it's important to hold it and defend it. Um, and you don't get that flavor in uh, standard bolt-action games unless you play a kind of a linked scenario. So this one encourages speed, mobility, and tenaciousness, which are all things I like to see in a game. And then fits well within an overall kind of a campaign in regards to... Um, yes, and in regards... It, it, precisely, in regards to both uh, the Siege of Budapest or the Battle of the Bolts where... You are pushing forward. You have strategic objectives that you need to get on immediately and hold uh, until hold until reinforcements arrive to back you up. So, so a side note on the secondary objectives in round one, the Axis had sixteen, the Allies had eleven, and okay. as we mentioned, the Allies were allowed to reshuffle. Yep. The Axis only got five in round two, and the Allies got twelve. So, so I think we can. I think there's going to be some adjustment with the cards next year because I. I oh, we'll come up th- with some completely fucked up. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, well, not even just how we do it or the mechanic we do it, but just the cards themselves because there was like, a lot of them were like similar or samey, almost like they had like assault and assault. Like there were two assault ones, mm-hmm. and there was like two pinout units or destroy units, and then there was like I can't remember what the other ones were, but I think one was an HQ. Might have been two HQ, two different HQ ones. But I just, don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't remember. I could probably look in the case behind me, but it's just uh, spreading them out a little bit more, making them a little bit more varied. Mm-hmm. You know, making making that selection maybe matter a little bit more. Roll snake eyes while standing on your left foot. Well, well no, then no, then they get other things. Uh, like, maybe no. um, like um, create more interest. Like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's it's fun to have a, a, a handful of cards that are all interesting and possibly yep. fun to try to yep. play. Yeah, well, and and, I mean, and then instead of maybe refreshing next year, we give them two new cards. Like we have another set of objectives sitting there, waiting for whoever screws up the most. Mm-hmm. But Some, here's a new set of cards. Like you have you have different objectives now than you did before, maybe mm-hmm. because you're getting your shit pushed in. So don't uh, you got to look lose. at something else yeah. to do? Yeah, like, yeah, maybe maybe you're doing you it wrong. Do this instead. Yeah. Yeah, here, uh, yeah. Don't lose an order dice in in a, in a round. Right. Yeah, or or just win your game. How about one of the objectives is just yeah. win your game? Your, your, like, offi- your officer yeah. survives. Keep yeah, your head exactly. down. Keep your head down. Sure. You know. I, you know, maybe maybe that's what it is. Is like that's you know there, there's opportunities. I someone told us long ago, or someone that used to run a really in depth, crazy, forty k tournament that was a lot of work, and there was a lot of paperwork and crazy stuff going on in the campaign. I think Dale, you played it in once. Yeah. Um, one of the guys that ran th- ran that, like, he comes to our tournament and he was like, "You guys are doing it right. It's simple. It doesn't need to be crazy, but it's still fun and it has enough stuff going on that it's still enjoyable and like mm-hmm. intriguing. But it's not the beast that they had because he's like that was insane and too, way too much work and it was. It he's was, like it wasn't fun. Well, I mean, it, if you understood it and followed along with what was happening, sure. it was really cool. But mm-hmm. right. You had to know everything that was happening and really pay attention to appreciate well, it, everything that was there. It was so complex. Yeah, and I think, and, and whether or not you believe, like, I think his his stance on it was, 
you're not losing anything. You're not losing enough of that like awesomeness by making it more simple. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was kind of the thought. So I don't know. There's ways we can make it still simple and still varying or more interesting. I think there's opportunity there. Yep. So it's for the future. Mm-hmm. We got time to think about it. Yeah, we're like we're ahead of the curve. We're you know slightly ahead of the curve. Oh, we got I ten mean, months before we even have to start thinking about this again. I mean, hell, <laughs> I've got <laughs> I've got I've got most of these secondary objective cards done now. I have room for more, so we've even got a logo too. So yeah, right. The logo's already done. That's like you can have pint glasses tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, I could order pint glasses tomorrow. Yeah, I think we I think let's wait until let's not be the Olympics and if like COVID breaks it again. Like we have to use the wrong mugs from yeah the wrong year, <laughs> like they did on the Olympics this year because they <laughs> trademarked the wrong thing and everything was already printed. So let's not do that. But let's wait because shit, those things came super quick anyway. Yeah, it doesn't take long for those to get here. And as I say, you didn't have to pay for rush or anything, did you? No. Yeah. So that was just normal time. Like yeah, that's do this and that's easy enough. Yeah. We're learning. We're learning the timing and all of our crap. You can like order like I can order this two days before the event and it works just fine. Why would you do that to me? Because we know what it does to you. That's exactly why we do why? it. Why? Why? <laughs> so, so uh, we did. We decided. We told everyone what the results were of uh, round two. We did. It was a tie. Yeah, okay. yeah it's a tie. Yeah. Dead, oh, that's nope. right. It's a dead tie. That's right. Dead we told everyone tie. It was a dead tie. So then uh, we we decided to have the auto, or not the auto break, the snafu invitational dinner. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it that. We, we took no. all the people that came from out of town. We were very grateful for so many out-of-towners yeah. that we decided we'd buy them pizza. Um, mm-hmm. We ate like kings with four plates. Um, God, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, how many pe- Five pizzas and four plates, and still trying to figure out the math. <laughs> plus mass, a salad. Like, yeah, plus a salad I with asked no silverware. Them, I asked for plates. I'm like, and they're and like, yeah, they're in there. Yeah, when, yeah, they're, when they're, I ordered them, I asked there. for plates for 20. Yeah, there, there were plates in there. There was, yeah, there just was four, four of them. Four plates. <laughs> Maybe five of them. I might be exaggerating by one. Sorry. No, I don't think you were. Okay. Well, it didn't matter. It was not enough for everyone. We were ripping cardboard boxes up and shit. And, like, we were eating nothing we happened. It, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's like college all over again, man. Yeah, it felt, it felt, I mean, I mean, somebody, you know, there were no no rookies there. The veterans were, like, ripping the tops off of boxes and just mm-hmm. ripping them in half. And we were all eating like kings. Yep. But it was, it was fun. It was a good time. I'm grateful for all those people that came out that were 100%. out of towners. Like, that was, there were a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, we had we had quite a few people coming in from out of town, and and the whole point. There's one guy sleeping in Chicago O'Hare the night before to get here. Ooh, ouch! Yeah, we really. It, it, it's not. Oh, um, oh okay. Yeah, it, it's not. Um, I, I mean, I mean, part of it is to say, hey, thanks, and and we all hang out together and, and yeah, and chat and talk and, and shit like that. But I mean, it's also, I mean, if if it's your first time coming and you're on your own or just with one other guy, yeah, and. And we wrap up the tournament. I mean, pretty early. It's just we play two, two rounds on that first day. And we're done at four thirty or five, yep. and you're just kind of sitting around. Well, what am I supposed to do for the next six or eight hours or something? And it's like, yep. yeah, hang out with us, man. We're gonna have a good time. So, and, and yeah. if you were, if you did come from out of town and we missed you, sorry, let us know. We'll definitely make it up to you next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least the only other out of towner that I know that we missed is not. I don't. He, there was like an asterisk next to his name. Um, because he's he's from Seattle, but he technically has a home in like north of the cities by a lot. But he's still kind of out of town. But it wasn't fair that you said he was from Seattle, and I'm like, dude, you have a house here, sort of. But oh, he's primarily from Seattle. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it, it's just this is his vacation home or something like that, if I understand correctly. But yeah. good for him. Uh, yeah. 
So I'm not sure which of those two states you would call which one a vacation home. Minnesota in the summer and Seattle in the winter, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the right answer. That's the only correct answer. Um, But so, yeah, well, normally we would just go out to dinner, right? So the compounding factors of, like, we didn't know if the restaurant upstairs was going to be staffed or, or, but the biggest reason was we didn't know we had enough time because we were doing the, well, we were going to record a podcast, but I also had to do my Tank Wars thing, so, or whatever we call it, what we call it, Armored Assault. Armored Assault Dang. was the official name. Toy, toys for tanks, tanks for toys. Tanks now? for tots. I don't know. Tanks for tots. Now. We had about fifty names for it. There, whatever we had named it, it was good. So yeah, I, so yeah, check last episode. We went through it more than once. Did we? Yeah, we did. Didn't oh we? yeah, we don't oh, have yeah. to talk about it more then. As many times as drinks of rum were had. Sure. Um, well, I was very ecstatic at the turnout, so I was very <laughs> proud of myself to some degree. Um, you should be. It, yeah, everyone, you absolutely should be. It was freaking awesome. Everyone loved it. So yeah, yeah, yeah good job, Rick. Hopefully, hopefully we'll uh, bring it back. We'll unearth it next year, and hopefully we'll even have more players. Actually, I don't know if I can support more players. Uh, I think well, you, you might have you to because I, I think it might be something that is is not going to be just a bolt action. Thing. It's, I well, think no, no, but I only have to. Su- so. I would only have to support the bolt action component of it. Okay. As far as I understand, from what I understood from Jamie, so they're going to do some kind of event like that for every for every um, game system. Oh, all right. At present, so I think. I talked to Jamie a little bit about it because I'm like, I offered, I'm like, if you want me to do those kinds of cards for this, like I need way more advanced time mm-hmm. and I need someone to tell me what the hell to write on them because I don't know any, like, I don't know 40K well enough to write 50 cards for it. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it's only like 25 cards, but whatever. I don't have that kind of knowledge. So right. it's a little bit more difficult. But I got lots of good feedback out of, from, you know, players. So, yeah. Uh, it'll be improved upon. It was next well year. received. I won't tell anyone that you tried to cancel it two weeks before. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, because because there was there was not a lot of like po- like I didn't know if there was going to be people playing. Well, because uh, yeah, so because the Renegade the did, did say that if you were signed up for both Recon Rumble and Operation Snafu, you got this for free. But right. it didn't also force you to sign up, so we knew. Because right. there's only like literally seven people that were had registered, but most of them were because yeah. they weren't playing in both events. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So and it was even was it even that high? Was it seven? Was uh, it that many? Total sign up. I think five. There's two drops that were same oh. as our drops. So, okay. but there's okay. but in the end, you know, they were crawling out of the woodwork to play with tanks. Yeah. Oh, which I mean, rightfully so. Like it's just stupid fun. I mean, I, I did probably. I, I mean, I sweet I. What's the right word I'm using? Bribed? I didn't really bribe. I like I, I gave people some teases to like show them what you get when you do this kind of thing. Right? I showed them like a funny card, and they're like, "Oh, okay, I see why this is hilarious." And like started playing. So yep. like I think I showed them like your tank becomes a multi launcher. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay, you get a quiet on top of your here. tank. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. So just like hilarious shit like that. So, yep. um, I thought. It worked out. Good time had by all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then we recorded in front of a live studio audience. It was great. Yeah, that was that was wonderful. Thank you for those guys that hung out and saw, it on <coughs> saw the sausage getting made. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. We forgot to put meat in the first round, so it was a pretty rough grind. That one. That was. I think it actually. You know, the, so what we end up with like two hours in that episode. Yeah. We must have been Something. recording for like four and a half hours. Oh, for sure we were. At least, yeah. 
At least we were. So that's so for those that didn't know, that's we pretty. That's pretty brutal. That's that's for us. That's pretty brutal. So. Well, it's not. But it wasn't like we had a we had a foobar. We forgot to plug a cable in, and we like I was drinking. I was not paying attention closely. And, and we don't over do and I, this on a regular enough yeah, basis. Yeah, yeah. We don't have like a checklist. Part yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. Literally yeah. less than once a year. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Literally. Well, yeah. So and last year I had a checklist that you had given me before. Oh, well, I, I should have lost that checklist. Yeah, or, or got stuff <laughs> in your stuff. Should've, should've I like my out. checklist. I I should have brought it back because the problem was is even I questioned what was going on. Like remember I was like pull that drop down open once and like we looked at it and I'm like well it's not that one so it has to be this one. And I didn't think to be like, oh, it's just not plugged in. <laughs> like, hey, shouldn't this little boxy thing be plugged into my computer somehow? <laughs> oh, that was so bad. So anyway, it's not like we, it's not like we, we had two and a half hours of shit that Pat cut. We just had two and a half hours of the first time we did the same recording of the second. Yeah, yeah. it was it was recording from my laptop mic. Yeah, it was, which is not that is not the, no, not the not podcast quality that you come no. to expect uh, no. from us. <laughs> no, please, God, no. We are never releasing something like that to the wild. But so anyway, no. I'll all those people stuck around for, for both versions. Like I'm like, all right. So, yeah, I think I think it got condensed because we practiced it once. So we had already basically had all the we had built the in the tangents shit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had we'd already gotten everything figured out. Because yeah, I looked at Jeff and Jeff and I were like, I, I'm pretty sure Jeff had the same thought that I did. Was like, is this going really well? Yeah, at something's the end of wrong. the first one, <laughs> like something like we something's looked at wrong. Like, this is really. Good. <laughs> I just pulled out the little USB. Yeah, Should like, this guy be somewhere? You know, you ask, you're like, is, isn't there supposed to be something plugged in here? I'm like, oh, fuck. We were dropping <laughs> fucking gold. And, and like, yeah, yeah uh, we probably were. To be fair, not a lot of gold. It wasn't that great. No, it, wasn't, that wasn't. it might have felt like gold, but it, that rum was pouring pretty good. I was going to say, we were, we were higher on the rum at that point, so it was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think, think... I can send it to you guys if you want to hear it, but oof. no. I, no, I, I don't. Nope. Yeah, I'm good. Probably don't need to listen to it. I mean, it would probably hurt my ears too much to listen to it anyway. Um, hit the hay around two-ish? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't... I didn't fall asleep until like three-something, unfortunately. I Well, I turned on the television to just make generate noise, and <laughs> the Ocho... Like, I don't know what oh, the hell, yeah, yeah, which yeah, version Ocho. of ESPN it was, but it was Cornhole. Yes. Like the Cornhole... <laughs> Cornhole World Championships or some shit like that. I was like, and I immensely, in, you were immediately got sucked in. I was very captivated. It's just, well, they were like, and it was hilarious because they're like, this is the first time a male and a woman and a man have five faced off, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like okay, the the man won, but not not because the woman wasn't better. She was pretty good. She would have crushed me in cornhole. cornhole. <laughs> she would. <laughs> God, I hope people know that cornhole is a game where you throw the bags through the tiny. Yeah, it's called it's called bags in some places. Yeah, um, otherwise people are wondering what in God's name porn you're watching. Yes, the weirdest. Wait, which podcast did they just switch over to without mm-hmm. realizing it? It's the Ocho. We're the Ocho now. Yeah, so the so it's actually like corn that's in the bag, and there's you throw it this board that has a it's hole. In to be it, corn. So it's, it's corn. Yeah, it's, it's actually corn kernels that are in the bag. I think a lot of okay. people use like the little plastic. Uh, bean yeah. bag chair beads, but I'm like I've never used corn. I don't think it would feel much chunkier than I've ever felt. Like it feels like normal bean bags, but whatever. That's where the corn hole. You take the corn. I, and I, you yeah, that makes perfectly hole. good sense. Yeah, but yeah. that's like probably trademark somewhere. We probably aren't supposed to be talking about it in public. I just always called it bags. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's a reference to the fact that. 
corn maintains its consistency when it exits your hole. <laughs> it's nothing like putting corn in your hole, is that what you're saying? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Loop so that, that one late, back. That was my really, really, really late night after you guys all went to bed. Yeah. Um, here's that. We all wake up, come downstairs. I mean, I, I think that's the best part about this is like... Come, waking up? Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Waking up is With, with awesome. folders in your cup. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, we're not waking up. It sucked. Um, you wouldn't know. I guess it's true. I mean, maybe you would know. I mean, I'd know if you guys didn't wake up, and that would suck. Sure, right. This has got darker. Somebody else would know. It's got darker yeah, than my coffee you. in the morning. You're <laughs> <laughs> than your Folgers. And your uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It is. It is nice to be on, be site, on site and not have to go anywhere, and you know, and especially for like Jeff. Yes, it's not an hour drive each way. Is it really an hour? All the way up there? Yeah. Rick doesn't have to navigate the four kids to get out the door safely. Well, that was the biggest trouble. Is like we're still we're still a one car family because of COVID. We just don't bother needing another car. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I can't leave my wife without a car for the weekend. Yep. And there's nothing worse than like, hey, honey, I need you to pack all the kids in the car, and drive me to a thing. That's awful. So I just Ubered up. It was great. It was easy. Yeah, and I mean, I, I didn't want to have to drive home after drinking as much as I did. No, so no, yeah, no, 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 that's not. Yeah. That's, right, you that's can feel free to drink enough. That's yeah, the night before is the win yeah. there. Yeah. If you if you front load and have to drive home, it sucks. Definitely, definitely not the not the preferred. So yeah, I mean, so get up, do it all over again. Yeah. Scenario three, um, planning seems straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yep, same as same as the day before. And Especially since it was a draw, like there wasn't any like. Yeah, people are still pretty fresh because they didn't. I mean, they didn't have to play three games in the previous day, but. Right. Yeah. yeah I personally think that's the real genius behind the tournament. If anyone else agrees, with us, let us know. What having a four day four having, day tournament yeah. over two days? Not I, I think it works for us. I think it works for us, and I think others can play around with it. Well, and there were a lot of players that were in the recon rumble, which is three games one day. Yeah, and came oh, back sure. and did two and two. Mm-hmm. And can well, you imagine if they came back and did a three and a two, or God help them, a three and a three. Imagine if we pulled out Snafu branded fatigue mats during round two. <laughs> And just had them for sale for, for like the, 50 for the bucks. wedding side. Oh, okay. You no, know, no, just fifty bucks each. We just we'd, we'd sell out. We'd probably be better uh-huh. having hiring three or four masseuses to come in and just be outside Ooh. and like. Well, no, no. We use the fatigue mat money to pay for one of those. There we go. Like that's so it's a double like. That would work. Something like that. No, I wouldn't do that to our players. I'm well, joking. So, but so it's a supply and demand. So we create yeah, the yeah, supply. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, we cre- we create the demand. It just happened to have the supply. Right, exactly. So we, we 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 quietly move all of the chairs outside of the room. <laughs> <laughs> there's no sitting. There's oh yeah, no there's sitting. a third round today, guys. By the way, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, we got, a we got a raffle up here, and there's some mats. <laughs> uh, we're not that nefarious, unfortunately. We would never do that to other players. We would maybe have fatigue mats, but I don't think we'd ever do that to them. No, I was I, I, I was walking around most of the time in between rounds making sure there was still a chair in everyone's spot. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. And that they weren't well, they weren't yeah, they weren't stealing their next door neighbors for their army. Well, yeah, I mean that's, people have to put their army somewhere so it's pretty common sure. they get, end up in chairs and shit gets yep. moved. In. And it's mm-hmm. just totally fine. It's just no, no, it's, I'm just talking about the guys that have their own chair to sit on and then their own chair for an army. I'm getting old like, and I'm already fat. And it gets it gets rough having to stand on my feet that long. So yes, it does. For sure, for sure. Like, yeah, good shoes are in high demand for that. And I think, and I'm, I am unfortunately to the point where new balances aren't good enough anymore. Like, I have to find something else. Go walk. Go walk threes. 
Go walk threes? Yeah. those like what nurses wear? I don't know, but they feel like little clouds on your feet. Well, I like the sound of that. Really I hate clouds. <laughs> you hate clouds. Great. I don't remember what no, that was. Like, no, I'm Googling this. Go walk threes, man. They are so comfortable. We're all looking at it. <laughs> looking up. That's how you know we're all old men now. There's Skechers. Okay, there's Skechers. Okay. Can yeah. we get uh, Snafu branded? I, I mean, you can, um, snap, can snap get something embroidered on the side of them. Okay, they're like flip flops. They're like slip ons. Yeah, they're like slip ons. They're like. Yeah, so you don't have to tie them either. All of these oh, things sound good to that. me. Shit. Yeah, I, mean, I step I, into I'm, them and good to go. I'm the guy that's like, I want something snug and stays on my foot and doesn't slip around. Do you so have to do an awful lot of uh, random karate or jiu-jitsu that you need to have yes, stuff yes, really test your feet? Did you not know that? I do karate. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. you, when, you, when Rick's doing his hiking, he doesn't like his shoes to fly off. <laughs> <laughs> the reason you don't see ninjas is because of me. <laughs> yeah, you did a good I'm job. Joking. <laughs> joking. How many of you eaten? <laughs> Seven. Well, there's that samurai move where they actually like they, they flick the the sandal at the guy as they're drawing their sword to distract them. So you know you could do that with these. Yeah, I'm 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 not level three. I'm only level two. Oh, sorry. The level three is when the the thong sandal gets you get the, the thong, thong sandal. sandal. Ooh, the thongs. When do yeah. you get to learn Snap to throw your hair out long Wait a minute. And whip around I'm, your ponytail to blind people. Well, that, what was that? Uh, that would have I'm to be weird. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jesus. I'm, 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 I'm an upside down samurai. Uh, so scenario three. That's got to be a Bollywood it. movie where the guy's beard is attacking on his behalf. <laughs> I'm going to look at that. Sorry. All right, scenario yeah, three. All right. Tangent, yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh. All right. I approved that tangent. Yeah, all right. That may have encouraged you were, it. Well, you were well involved, yes. Uh, so this, no this is another Jeff Wright, Jeff Wright, which is red light, green light. <laughs> this is a new one. Uh, like this, yep, one? this is a brand new one. This one looked like really fun. So this is kind of like a twist on uh, surrounded, that? surrounded. Yeah. yeah. Uh, except, all right. So there's attacker defender, and that was determined based on day one results, which was a tie. <laughs> I forgot what we went with. Axis were the Axis were defender, weren't they? I we think they were because of the tiebreaker, because of the secondary objective. I Allies think. had a few more secondaries, so. Yep. Yep. so yeah. I think that's what we did. Oh, um, we and, coming out, and coming out of round two, um, the Allies had secured four of the six objective yeah. tables, so they picked up an objective table, so it wasn't tied there. So. Yep, there was a lot of things were favoring the Allies at that point, so the Allies felt like they should have been. It was a tie, but the, it was you know leaning towards the Allies. So. Right, right, right. right. All right, so this one, the attacker was determined. The defender picks the side of the table and sets up half the units running down within 12 inches. Uh, units may use hidden. Uh, if they have an intelligence officer, they can make a check. These units may also start the game in ambush. Uh, units Ooh. not set up are left in reserve. The attacker is uh, first wave, and there's no outflanking on this. No, wouldn't make any sense for this one. No, nope. it wouldn't. Especially uh, considering what happens. Prep bombardment on the defender course uh, yep. happens yep. automatic all our prep burns and turners by the way now happen automatically would screw that rolling for like it that. just it just happens mm -hmm. I mean the scenarios are built in a way that the the, the prep bombardment prep bombardment supposed to happen and if it happens to both sides then great it happens to both sides there's nobody rolling a one yep which is beautiful yep. I love it I can stand behind that one mm -hmm. so the first turn is the obviously the attacker has the first wave scenario uh, beginning turn two they, we placed six markers on the table, two on each long side, one on each short side, uh, and they were 
they started green side up, and when you brought a unit in from that side, you flipped it over to the red side, i.e. closing that. Yep. So that's right. where it was a little different than, a little bit better than what uh, surrounded is. Right, because that's confused flanks or confu confused, confused deployment. Confused yep. deployment, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, right. you could still, uh, yeah, you, there just had to be an, an active green marker for you to commit on that side of the Right, unit. so, so confused deployment is basically like a unit can come on any table edge, but uh, they can't come on if another, if it was the last one that came on. Is that what it was? Something like that. Yes, that's, that's confused deployment, yep. Yeah, but so this is a better version of that, right? Where so like if I bring a unit on the back of you know the rear side of the table, you could probably bring another one on if there's still a green light available there. So right, it does allow players to be able to kind it, of it stops the piling up of units in the corner of a in table. In the corner, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. The big cluster flop in the corner doesn't yep. happen with this. Yeah. So uh, victory is a point, <coughs> one point for every unit destroyed. Um, if you have five or more, it's a major victory. Uh, two or more is a minor, and all other results are minor loss for both players. <laughs> That's my favorite. <clears throat> <laughs> and there, there were a couple of those. Yep. Mm. Which wow. I found hysterical, because I had been telling them, okay, you guys have, is 10-15-5-0. Your score should add 20. And they get to this one, they're like, our score doesn't add to 20. I said, I know. The scenario doesn't. <laughs> If you effed up and got a draw, you basically both lost. Whoopsie. So, <laughs> so drawing this one is only five points instead of ten, so you should have just simply played better. <laughs> well, I always told people to turn in their score, and I see the draw, and I go, really, so you just dicked around for two and a half hours for a draw? How do you, how do you feel about that? And they just grin and, yeah. Wow. I'm Obviously, jokes. Way to make way to make people feel good about themselves when they play. <laughs> There's a reason why Pat is collecting the scores and not on the team. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I thought that was obvious at the beginning. Yeah, we all we all play to our strengths. So yeah, fair. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Pat's Pat. Yes. That's why we love him. No, I, and, and I'm joking. <laughs> I know. Like I think everyone knows that he's joking when he says shit like that. But he says it. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> Because if I said it and I know I was joking, it'd still be like, "Oh shit! Did they? Did they read? Did they, did they realize did they I'm it joking? the wrong way?" No, yeah, like did they? Did they take that as a joke? And I'd have to go apologize three times because <laughs> that's my personality. Because I'm like, "Oh shit! I don't think they got the joke." Sorry. <laughs> Even though they're laughing, like it would be like still like, laughing, uh, you dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. That's what my brain would tell me anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, so the end of that round. Let's see where the objective tables looks like. Looks like the allies got only took one, two, three, four objective tables. Five objective tables. Yeah. Two, yep. three, four. Yeah, they took five objective tables, but they, that was really no. That was, so it was one thirty-five to one forty-five. Allies just edged out ten points. Uh, they picked up another three secondary objectives over the axis, and so now we're sitting at four fifty-five to four sixty-five. For points and thirty-six in favor to forty-one in favor of the allies. So the allies were leading going into the yeah, with until round four. Ten and points. Yeah, with ten points. With five of the six objective tables having been secured yep. in the previous round. Yep. So yep. Jeff, the red light, green light, did that? Did that work into the narrative at all? For well, yeah, I mean, question, absolutely. I mean, that's that's towards you know the mid to late stages of the fight where you. Uh, Axis forces have driven so far in to the Allied lines, it just becomes a confused fight then, um, because they've stalled their forward progress. And then, 
your choice is either, you know, surrender or fight your way back out. And they tried sure. to fight their way back out or hold ground. So I, I liked the surrounded for that, but I personally hate how surrounded almost always becomes a cluster flop in the corner when you're playing it. Mm-hmm. And red light, green light was my way to mitigate that, to kind of spread people out or not allow that kind of strategy. So, okay. right. yeah, I, I like I like it for that. And and I meant to ask you this before we moved on to, mm-hmm. to this particular one, but I'm going to want to follow up with the red light, green light. So in in the previous episode, uh, episode in the previous round, um, we we only had four major victories in the whole round. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like the scenario and the way it's constructed? Um, in the timely objectives, do you feel like it's designed to be difficult to get the major there, or, or was that part of the design, or do you feel like that was kind of a little bit of an outside of the box? I design my scenarios with the intention that if you were going to get a major victory, you really did very well. Okay, it shouldn't be easy to get a major victory in one of my scenarios. Right. That's the yeah, idea. Not everyone can get the A. Right, yeah. We're on a curve here. Yep. Particularly in a narrative environment, you know? Right. I, You're not hosing anyone by not giving them majors. Right, right. Partic- I, I'm designing scenarios that are telling a story, uh, and sometimes that's going to feel like it's giving advantages to one side or the other, and it would in standard scenarios. Sure. So I'm working the edges of it to make sure that it's still a it's still a tight fight. I just would say it still feels fair. Like, none of the scenarios that, have, that you created don't feel fair. Mm-hmm. And I never got any feedback over the course of the tournament where any of the players felt like other than right. the partisan table. Well, I mean that's a different that's a different that's a different ball of wax. That's its own thing, so. yeah, for sure. Okay. Every we'll have the partisan on every table next time. Yeah, oh, for I, sure. I do think this is the round the partisan table game was done. I think in like twenty two minutes. So oh, ouch! <laughs> that's, God, that's, that was, that's no bueno. That was right. That was the uh, his strategy was to blow up the the tables. Or blow up the buildings. Take, take one building and, and destroy the, the other two. Yeah, sure. And, and he was successful, except yeah, exactly. He was successful, except his building he took also exploded. And <laughs> and he, um, the other player had scored one victory point before he blew it up. Correct. Yeah. So um, sure. Yeah, that so, ended, so it ended in a drop. So Best he lost. The, no, he lo- You know, he loses oh, he the lost. game. Oh, he, he loses yeah. the game uh, without losing a single unit from his army. Whoops. And. As I would tell you, read the read the objectives for the win conditions because right. sometimes that's just how things go. Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, partisans is it's it's a known brutal thing. Yes, it's, it's okay though. That's what it's supposed to be. Right. right, and and it's not this. I mean, the odds of the of all three buildings exploding on ones is low in a turn, yeah. but if you're actively destroying buildings, you know those odds yeah. increase significantly. <laughs> that changes things. That does change things for sure. It goes up to one in six in that strategy. So. <laughs> All right, so yeah. so then the result out of coming out of the second round with the with the low number of majors, not a surprise, and even even built into design. How do you feel like red light, green light worked? As near as I could tell, I think it played exactly how I wanted it to play, nice. and I feel like that. Personally, I feel it's a better version of the surrounded scenario. Okay, uh, five major victories on that scenario. Are you able to tell? Is it is it split between Axis and Allies, or is it all on one side? Uh, three Axis, two Ally. Perfect. That's exactly pretty, what I like pretty to hear. Even, pretty even. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's that's out of 11 tables, so, or 11, 11 matches. Outside tables. Right. Yeah, 11, 11 so, games playing that. Yeah. So about half of them were 
majors that might yeah, be just too high, right? Yeah, well, this scenario is definitely one that if your um, your acumen for playing strategically is high, you can absolutely get a major victory on this one. Sure. Okay. So, I'm very pleased with those results, particularly because I did not have very much time to. I did not get to play test this in a neutral setting. I play tested it my own on my own table here at home. But I, I did normally. I did you win? And I lost. Oh, so no, he drew, and they both he, lost. He drew, and he lost twice. <laughs> yeah. Normally, I have a few guys that I I play test at least at least concepts of scenarios with. I might not give them the whole finished scenario, but I'll give them a concept. I want to see how it works. Couldn't do it with this one, so okay. just COVID just didn't allow yeah. for it. We just weren't getting together any place where you could really play a game of bolt action with time. So. Well, I, I like that the, because there's <clears throat> six spots to come in, and depending if you blow a reserve roll or not, mm-hmm. the best is you're going to get half your reserves in in a turn. And if, if yeah. someone your opponent blows a reserve roll, you might get more than that and give you a leg up. But, you know, it's turn two or three is before you can get all your troops on the board. They can't yep. all come in in turn two. Right. Right. This one would be interesting, I think, in an uncontained order dice environment. Sure. So if you've got that Russian player with 15 order dice or 20 order 22. dice... Or twenty-two to see how that would work with this scenario. Um, I would that not would, want to unleash that yeah. in a tournament without playtesting. No, because yeah, because <laughs> that could really hose the player with the lower numbers, depending on odds. But it could, but if, it can also hose the Russian player because he's run out of places to bring his army onto the table. Sure, right. but right. if you if you draw if you draw four of his dice before you get any of his opponent dice, that could be bad too. Can be, or I mean, it's just something you have to play to. Yeah, it's something you have to play around with. Like I do think it works just fine in our in our yep. in the environment we're playing in. So I think it was a well done scenario. I loved it, and we got to use those cool ass poker chips that you pushed me to make. <laughs> you're like you just like a week before you're like, hey Rick, do you want? Could you help me with this? And I just just like sure, and I just did it. Yep. <laughs> like, I was like, uh, I had I had, I had the backups. I spent hours doing at home, and we never had to use. Yeah, and that's I'm, okay I'm with sorry. me. I don't I'm mind. Sorry. These looked way better. Yeah, yeah. I just say they're pretty were, sweet. Were they had good weight, and mm-hmm. now they're like they got a snafu logo on one side and the yep. the, the year on the other side. I have no idea. I mean, who knows if we'll do them again? But it was fun to do once. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, once they turned out really well, though. Anyway, fun. Did we talk about the results of this one? Yeah, we, we did. kind of did. Yep. We just went we went backwards and talked about the scenario. Yeah, so too. there's a ten point advantage to the allies. Um, yeah, and going and into round four, the last round, they had they had secured five of the six objective tables. So. Yeah, seriously, I had to have a little talk with my team. Like, what <laughs> in happened? fact, things what got so doing? bad, we let we we let you play nope. for them. Yeah, <laughs> that was not a good like, choice. <laughs> you guys, you guys, I have so much trouble. We're going to give you Rick. Yeah, so we had a ringer going through each game, right? So Jeff played the first game. Yep. Uh, and then we had one of the renegade guys Nate. come down and play. He Nate. never played before. Nate came down, played two games for us. He we, he only was committed to one, and. We told him we need another one on Sunday morning. He's like, "Well, I'm available. I'll play again." So he was like, "He was hooked." I think we got him more. Well, yeah, because we let him play with Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Well, that helps too. <laughs> and uh, and Monty too. So yep. two two really great, like good sporting players. And he, he, I asked him how it went, and he's like, "That was the best game of 40k I ever played," <laughs> which was which I think is actually good for bolt action. I think it's a that's a good comp- that's a compliment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought it was hilarious though, because he's a 40k player. So he was like, "Wow, this is like." Old school 40k, yeah. essentially, yeah, to some degree, yeah, with so. a, with a with a big twist in the bag. So, yep, yes, and uh, thank you, Nate, for playing for us multiple times. Yeah, 100%. that was fabulous. It was nice to not have to tie us up so much. 
Um, yeah, the one the one thing I always find is that this works a lot smoother with the four of us. Well, for sure. To be able I to mean, be free. I think it could be any. I think you make any tournament better with more people helping. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, it gives uh, it gives one of us a chance to go to go f off and you know hang yeah. out in the vendor hall and get a chance go, to go talk to John because you're not going to get in and out of there in five minutes. No, right? not a chance. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> got to show you every cool toy he's got with him, Which and he always brings a lot of cool toys. Yes, yeah, he does. does. And that was the thing that killed me. Okay, sorry to tangent into other Warlord stuff, mm-hmm. but um, I went up there. Well, because he, he crashed his car, or he, he had a deer hit his car. Like, well, tank shot the deer. Yes. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. <laughs> In a soft skin. Yeah, tank, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literal soft skin. Um, but, so he lost his he lost his van, and I remember him saying somewhere saying that he was going to have less bins. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, dang it. I'm like, he's going to have, like, nothing. He's going to, like, you know, he's going to be driving a compact and like have two bins in the back um he still had like everything i would have ever expected and then more i was like jesus dude you still take how many bins do you have six bins seven, seven six or, or seven seven bins yeah. still a ton of stuff mm-hmm. i was very very pleased with this selection of stuff hopefully hopefully people are buying yeah uh what was i saying before that though uh i think we're come up oh yeah four, you're giving um you're you're riding your you're team giving, pretty hard yes i yes i Yes, I was definitely riding my team pretty hard about, like, we basically were up. They, they they brought it back, and then now we're losing. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> I'm like, you guys, he's like, come on, man, killing me. Play better, um, all of you, now. Play, play better. So we did probably have, I don't know if it would say an advantage, but so in round four, the objective tables are scoring double points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're not. There's no like obviously new. Well, like they can't get a. They can't give stuff for the next round. Yeah, four, they, well, they're immediately scoring. Yeah, the the two objective tables where the, you've got the round interrupting bonuses, the airstrikes yep. and the artillery strikes, um, those still behave normally. Although if there's anything right. at the end of the game, you can't it carry that. It's just lost. But, yeah. 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 The other fours, the other the other four objective tables were scoring double points. So. Right. Exactly. So I mean, there's some there's, and. To add to that, everyone basically everyone had already played on an objective table, so everyone was basically fair game again to go into the middle again. At this point, somewhat fair I game. I think I think Pat had some. That's true. You know, that's good point. Operational authority of, of some matchups there. So. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I, I took uh, I, I picked three matchups that were all having really good rounds and made them play against each other. And they were Which not placed. Yeah, they were not placed on the objective tables. So. Nope, I stuck correct. them in one, two, and three. So I can keep my yes. eye on them. Yeah. And so, so the teams, <laughs> so the teams were still able to set their matchups on the objective tables. We did not interfere with the ability to score those double points. As though we may have potentially taken three of the best or potential good players off of the from both objective sides. tables. Yep. Yeah, from both sides. So it's, it's very fair in that regard. Yep. And I think it's nice to be able to. I think that's a it's a nice little nudge to get tough players to play against tough players. Yeah, I like that. To some degree. And, and I still like the, the agency that we still try to give the teams to yep. 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 determine their own fates. So. Well, it's, it's a nice twist in that they think they get to do all that, and then HQ says, no, you can't go in that theater. You need to go fight in this theater. Yeah, you got mm-hmm. to help over here. Orders yeah. from the top uh, say, yep. whatever you thought you are going to do, no, you're doing this now. <laughs> yep. it, it just adds enough of a wrinkle. that, like, Yeah, I think, I think my team was a little beefed by it because they were like, wait, when, he can't play there? What? No, it, I mean, not like I wouldn't say it was bad beat, but it was just they were confused by it almost. And that was the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Yep. Nope. I thought that was Gotta throw the wrinkles in somewhat there. hilarious. Um, 
I didn't ride my team that hard, but I did say, like, you guys are doing so bad that I have to step in and play for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I told them that, and they were like, oh, no. Uh, we're we screwed thought, now. You thought you wanted us to win. <laughs> Holy crap. I can, mean, can you go I, play for the Allies? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, – can we switch sides? Um, I, needless to say, I gave my opponent a major victory. Holy crap, he s- smoked me hard. Um, I played on the village board, and he had a multi-launcher and just basically destroyed all my stuff. I was like, that was lovely. And it was not many places to hide, to be fair. So it was There's buildings all over that table, too. There were buildings all over the table, and then I was, like, clearing stuff, and then he, when he needed a six, he got a six. Oh, like, that was Hunter was, you played, was, right? Yeah, I think, that, yes, that was Hunter that I played, yes. That that hurt a lot. <laughs> was a, it was a pretty quick game, um, too, from what I recall. Yeah, I mean, I made it pretty, pretty quick. I was very... I, so it's one of Jeff's lists. I'm not... I've never played a flame war tank, or flame a flamethrower tank. Mm-hmm. And I was hyper-aggressive with it, and I think that was very much the wrong way to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and got it smoked pretty early in the game, and then just and then everything just got pushed in after that. It was... Um, nothing good happened. Oh, did we mention the scenario? No, no we did not. It was, it was straight up meeting engagement. Yeah. Just flat out, like normal. No no, shin, no snafu'd. Uns, unsnafu'd. Yep. Yes. It was okay. out of the book still with fun. major minor victory conditions, so... Yep. Well, and again, okay. Jeff and I always talked about this, and we're like, you know, the end of a tournament shouldn't be a complicated, brand new, no. never seen before scenario because you're already taxed. Yep. Sure. It should be just and like, still, oh, okay, I know this one. Great, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. You still had one new one, and you had one that's only we've only ever seen at Snafu. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're still getting some variants and some new things, so or different things. Cool. And yeah, the last game, you're like, I, my brain's fried. I don't want to do this anymore. I want this to be done. I don't want to have to worry about seeing where the sundial is and with the, the <laughs> stars are in the seventh house and <clears throat> Jupiter's aligned with Mars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would have settled for I didn't. I don't want to know how my units are hidden. But then again, you just don't have to play with hidden. Well, no one plays it hidden anyway. So. Yeah, 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 they don't play it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Never mind. All right. That, that, uh, next year we're making <laughs> hidden hidden markers for everyone so they can try hidden, to use it. And hidden hidden is going to be hidden matters instead of intelligence officer <laughs> matters. No, intelligence hidden officer matters. Will, still, will still have a No, one of your role. secondary objectives will be leave a unit and hidden the entire game. Ooh, have a unit <laughs> stay hidden the whole game. Well, it's, it's, That's pretty, that would be Snafu shit. Goes <laughs> so maybe it's the, uh, it's the cameraman. He must be hidden and, the whole uh, time. Or yeah. Oh, no, just like the anonymous. You don't want them seen. You don't want to be seen there. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, or the, or it's just the reporter, the report. Reporter's supposed to be seen though. That's the whole point it's, of the, it's the caterer. reporter. Yeah, it's the caterer. <laughs> it's, the caterer. <laughs> it's the no, it's like the producer. It's the the guy you're not supposed to see. It's the money man. Oh jeez. Whatever. We can figure it out later. We got lots of time. Like Pat said, we got like ten months to figure all this shit out. Right. We're way ahead of the game. Think, we get, you guys won't think about it for another. <coughs> I'm sorry. We have ten months to not think about this. That's Stop right. It. <laughs> We're going to talk about the results before we talk about the final. I mean, let's just tell them what happened. What happened? What All happened? right. Well, next episode, what we'll happened? let you know what the results are. All right. Have a good <laughs> night, everybody. Over now. <laughs> <laughs> so this round, the Axis uh, apparently took your your speech to heart. Yeah. They. They. You know what? I led from the front. <laughs> I fought with them, and they won. They. They. Fuck yeah. They cleaned up, uh, and they. They took the victory. So I, I ran this, uh, I ran the numbers several different ways. <laughs> Trying to give the allies the win. Like, how can I give it to them? No, I didn't do it that <laughs> I'm way. I'm joking. Now I know you don't do that. 
All right, so the, the, the final tally, so they had 245 points in that round. The Allies had 175, and that's including the four wow. objective tables that double up wow, in points. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That'll do. So um, I also even took off the double up, and the Axis still won okay. with 190 to 145. And okay. the Allies, if they didn't have the objective table double up, and they still had the major victory because they had five more, say that they had one more secondary objective. They still would have lost by fifteen. It would have been six forty-five to six thirty. Wait, they, the allies would have still lost. The allies still would have lost. Okay, even wow. even throwing in the secondary objective and taking out the double points for those tables, giving us giving all the bonuses didn't matter. They yep. still they came still out they still came out ahead and crushed it. Wow, yeah. that's pretty impressive. <laughs> that's really wow. impressive. Yeah, like okay. Apparently, apparently, I don't. I wasn't me. It was, that was just my players. So without the, job without the other objective factors in there, it was one ninety to one forty five. So they made up okay. their ten point deficit and then some, and, then and some. even overcame yeah. what would have been the twenty point secondary objective victory. Damn, mm-hmm. well done. That, I I didn't. You know, it's funny because I didn't realize that day of because that would have made me happier. I guess I don't know. It'd have been exciting. <laughs> you know, it would made them feel good too. But we can't. You know, that's there's so much going on at the end there though. Yes. Can't, yeah. It's, you can't do that yeah. statistic breakdown and shit. Right. I, I I need a little more time to determine what kind of yep. stats I want to break down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and another interesting thing. Uh, speaking of secondary objectives, uh, there were thirteen times on both sides that players achieved two secondary objectives in one game. Nice. So I had toyed with. Okay, the first one's like worth X amount, and doing the second one is worth X plus whatever. Uh-huh. Sure. So doing two in the same round would have got you more. Well, in this case... Right, they, so instead of two, it would have got you three. Right. And in this yeah. case, it was, oh, well, never mind. There's the same yeah. number on both sides, so... Mm-hmm. Sure. That's something we'll have to look at later. I can't... I don't have a good stat base for that. So, yeah, that was uh, very interesting to see all that. And so right around 18 or 19 percent of the time that occurred. Okay. Yep. And I mean that factors in that people were able to refresh their decks at some point. Most likely, right? Because there are some that are probably a little easier to get. And in years past, we'd put a points we'd put point um, values on those cards. Correct. Right. I think there and are varying we are points not depending doing upon yeah, the difficult yeah. perceived difficulty of the objective. Right. So instead, we just basically everyone's worth one. Just everyone who can get more total cards wins. Right. So yep. I don't know. So, Things to think about. And so the total scenario points, obviously, you know, four majors would get you 80. Nobody had that. Yep. Okay. Uh, a couple people came. One person came very close with a, with a minor and three majors. Um, was that that was Hunter, you said? No. Oh, that was not Hunter. Okay. Uh, a lot of, there is three 70s on the Axis side. We're not putting names in any of these, by the way. Okay. There are just a couple of couple of 60s and some 50s on the Allies side, but the, the heavy hitters were definitely on the Axis side, and I think that was, looked like it was all in the last round there. Um, so okay. <clears throat> the the mean average for all players across the board was 38.8. Uh, the Axis okay. was 44.1, and the Allies were 33.4. So about break down about where you'd expect that to. Yeah, sure. So you guys who played, you know where you you know how you finished, you know what your points were, so you can yep. kind of gauge how well you might have done. I did also look at the uh, the opponent score or the strength of victory, if you like. Yep. Um, the top rated, the top ally, uh, top Axis player had a tougher strength of uh, victory than the top ally player by five points. 
and the absolute worst one, I just have to. I, I this this is the one name I'll mention just because what a trooper. He's actually a real cool guy. Uh, Rick Davis had an opponent score of <laughs> two hundred and fifty points. Holy crap! Wow. <laughs> so that means he took. Uh, he had two minor losses, and he he basically lost to like the top three. Axis players, and then we made him play John Stentz in the last round. <laughs> oh, brutal! We made him. Well, we didn't make him. We well, there there is a little bit there. So yeah, there's a little the caveat there. Dale knows yeah, that one. Yeah, in the last round, um, we do end up in a situation which I think we've seen most of the operations methods, where someone yeah, has sure. played has already played um, another, person. another. I've person played that there. table, or I've played or, that guy. Right, I've played I've played that that table, and so sure. And so then it's like, well, and we're trying to juggle and things like that. And he ended up having to um, to play Stens, and he hadn't played he hadn't played John yet that weekend. But but Rick yeah, has but played Stens plenty he, of times. Rick is probably like, no, I want to play a nice game on. The <laughs> well, he knows he knows what he's up against. But if I'm not no, mistaken, yeah, yeah. that ended up being a draw. Oh, well done, Rick. So Rick drew against Stens in the last round of Operation Snafu. So really, really did, good. Did everyone hear that? So did everyone hear that? Rick drew. Uh, John Stenz. Just, just Rick, we're going to leave it there. Uh, That'll be the headline. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he had to run up against two of the two of the three top other Axis players and took it across the nose. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, really well done in that regard, Rick. That mm-hmm. was yeah, because I'm cool. I was thinking about that in the last round. I'm I'm, I'm trying to because I'm kind of I'm not really paying that much attention to the matchups and stuff like that. But I'm thinking that that Rick's been been hitting it really hard, so. But yeah, he he played John, and I asked him how it went. He goes, "I drew," and I'm like, "Fucking hell, man, that's amazing!" That's, well done. That's pretty. That's pretty good. So, and then yeah. the other side of that coin, and just only because I I know this person, he's really cool. He's a hysterical guy because he constantly, uh, and honestly, of anyone that has bad luck with dice, watch his dice in a game, and you will know what bad luck with dice is. So Sydney, who looked like he managed to to belt himself three major victories. Had a total opponent score of fifty-five. All his other opponents only scored fifty-five points. I just think that's pretty funny. Well, he crushed him. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Well, it's not only that he crushed him; three other opponents crushed them too. Yeah. He put them on the path of destruction. They couldn't recover. Yeah, apparently they couldn't. They couldn't. He must have. He must have had average dice destroyed. rolls that weekend or something. <laughs> that's that's brutal. Yeah. Ah, Sydney, you're a good sport. I appreciate it. I just wanted to bring that up. I thought it was pretty funny when I saw it. I'm like that could only happen to Sydney. <laughs> nice. Um, wow. Yeah. That's nice, nice, nice data breakdown there, Pat. Like mm-hmm. I think it's fun to talk about those things and dissect a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to. I mean, and it's nice for us to be able to do that a little, maybe more behind yeah. closed curtains to like look at scenarios and how they how they perform. Like we were kind of doing in public, but maybe a little more deep. The, yeah, this um, is this private. is the uh, this is the the five hundred foot level. I'll take you guys to yeah. the ten foot level, and we can certainly talk. Oh about Oh God, those. that sounds way too low. How about like the two hundred fifty foot level? At least me anyway, Jeff. You probably got to get lower. Yeah, we got to we got to break yeah. down the scenarios and see where this works. Can I'm like I want a PowerPoint with like. Well, because I know that there was eight by ten. So the paragraphs on the back of each one of them. The objective table with the the hold the bridges, uh, that was held by the Allies all weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it while was. that was a straight out of the Bell of Bulge scenario book, I want to look at that a little further and see see where something might have gone a little might was well, it too tough for the axis or. 
Well, was that we, the, we talked about that. That was the river that they, the bulk yeah, of them were like setting up S. on the long run side. And like, yeah, I couldn't figure out yeah, why they were doing that. Yeah, I wasn't sure so it was why like an S standing in the way on that one. Right. So there was there was an S. It was like an S river with two bridges across it, and one was on like the short side of the access side. And then for some reason, every access player was running it the long way instead of going short across the bridge because the only victory condition was get across, get across the, the bridge. Get across the river. Get across the river. Yep. yep. I just couldn't figure it out. I was like, why are they not just pile driving down that right side? And maybe I was not looking at the table close enough, but I didn't, I don't know. Well, no, it's definitely set up for the, Well, I mean, but the axis or the allies were always setting up to cover, cover that side, you know, sure. to prevent the easy crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, air quotes, easy crossing. I mean, I, maybe that might've played into it, but I, I wasn't paying close enough attention to really kind of break sure. that down. But we, I know that we talked a little bit about that. It's like, we're kind of going back and forth and it's like, well, I, yeah, I'm, I don't know necessarily. So. Yeah, and, and like obviously it's not my job to tell my team, nope. like, hey, use a short side. Yeah, no, it's up for them yeah. to figure it out and tell the rest of their team. Yeah, they need to. They can tell the rest of their team. I'm not going to tell them. Right, we don't, we don't offer any kind of, of um, input because we don't know what the fuck we're talking about, so we're not right? going to steer our teams <laughs> in that regard. It's all on them. So. I, yeah, I don't want to missteer them, <laughs> right. for sure. Like, I don't want to be the person that causes them to do mm-hmm. something they shouldn't do. But. I noticed it while I was watching from afar, and I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. I don't understand it. And then it happened two games in a row, and I was like, I still don't understand it. And I even said something to you guys. And That's like, not oh. how this works. That's not how any of, any this, of this works. works. No, no. Yeah. Like, maybe you guys, are you reading the scenario? Before we go into, like, the individual rewards, there's one thing that I wanted to mention that, um, to me, um, felt kind of new this year around, um, that I hadn't seen quite as much in the previous years that we've done it. And that was um, going into the second day in the third and even the fourth rounds. I still saw people trying to match up for like grudge, ma- grudge matches, mm-hmm, where sure. they were they were really interested in, in playing with with other folks that had shown up. And this just wasn't necessarily um, old friends that they've known for years, because we had a lot of new players. There were there were like new guys to the tournament coming around and really, really um, being invested, not just in what was going on with the team, but with the tournament overall as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I think, sure. I think, I mean, we always have a great group of guys that come out, but this year was, was, and maybe it's because we haven't gotten together for so long and people were just finally excited about getting back out and playing. But this was, yeah. this year felt, that was new to me, seeing people still, you know, I really want to play this guy and then being disappointed that they can't because of having to mix things around a little bit and stuff like that. So um, thanks to all the guys that came out. And I really, that was probably one of my favorite moments of the whole week. We're still yeah. seeing that at, at, at the end of the round, at the end of the tournament. Yeah, uh, super cool. Mine was when three people in a row turned in their score sheets correctly. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Good, good for them too. That was, that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Three in a, three times in a row, I was like, "Yeah, this is right. Good job, guys." Damn. We'll try to alleviate that. Uh, the in, in design terms, it's poke yoke or idiot proofing. We'll try and. Dude, and I thought we had it. Well, that but, that ID10T yeah. can be tough sometimes. So. Right? Or that the 710 cap in your car? <laughs> yep. Don't lose a 710 cap. <laughs> no, you don't want to do that. Well, you know what they say. I mean, you can you can idiot proof as best you can. They'll just they'll make better idiots. <laughs> Speaking of, have you ever seen the video of the person with the, like, the, it's like a, it's like a kid's toy. It has different shapes on top of it. 
and it's yes, I have. Yes, like, I have. They're like yep. it's the user experience test of like yeah, the program. Okay, what is the person going to do with the circle thing? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, and they're like they all put it in the same hole. It's hilarious the whole time she's freaking every out. Every single shape fit into that one hole. Yep, yep. yeah, yep. fit in the square. Everything fit in the square hole. So they put it through the square hole because that's what people will do for sure. Yeah, that's exactly what people do. No, no, next year we just make them write down the actual score and we'll just figure it out for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's as mo- much idiot proof as we can. Otherwise, you just otherwise. I mean, this is mostly this is just paperwork, like bolding, bolding the text. Like I think a lot of people are missing that a major victory is worth ten points because like the ten points is at the end, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like bolded or anything. So we just need to make sure that we like do something like that. Or we'll just know, stop taking scores. Just put down whatever just, you feel like. Yeah, how, how do you feel how you did? did? How, you know, I think I did all right. Like okay, I'll did. put down okay. Points don't matter. This is where, like, whose line is it anyway? There you go. Everyone has fun and points don't matter. And at the end, we flip a coin to decide which side wins. Absolutely. God, that my head would blow up. Don't do that to me. (laughs) You know what? This—that's the ultimate. uh, The ultimate Hollywood snafu is at the end of it's just like mash, and we just don't don't give a fuck and just drinking cocktails and we'll flip a coin. And that's the end of it. Sounds perfect. Even though mash is not World War II, I know that, guys. For all you freaking out at home or in your cars. I know MASH is not World War II. All right, should we move on to the awards? Yeah, let's go. Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, so we had... Let's do let's do our uh, Aurora Borealis, or Best Appearance. Sure. Uh, this, this was a lot of fun counting this out. I think we talked about it last episode. <laughs> it was great. I love I'm it. like, what the heck? There's like 17 different ones here. It's like, no, there's got to be a good leader. Uh, nope, there was like four or five people that had there at was, least yeah, three votes. Five, yeah, there were like five armies that all had... So pretty close to the same. So I had those guys all set their armies up over lunch on day two, and you know, proudly display them so that everyone could take another good look at them, whatever. And people mm-hmm. like, we're supposed to vote them again. I said, do you want to? Uh, <laughs> no, well, you don't have to. But I, I had the, I had uh, Nate, who is our ringer, go through and you know look at them and, and give some scrutinizing and you know pick his favorite two or three in there. And so you know that, that was just a. Well, confirm we had we had one guy that had won by one vote, but it was nice to acknowledge that all those people that we you know had three or more votes that hey, you know we told everyone all these armies that were out here over lunch yesterday is because they had three or more best appearance votes. Yeah. So, yeah. good job, guys. And well, then, uh, yeah. and then Nat ended up winning the overall appearance. Nice job. Yep. So, and I don't want to say display boards matter, but display boards matter. They certainly, he had help. a very nice. He had a very it nice tied display. Things in really well. Yeah, really tied yeah, the room that, together. Yeah, for yes. sure. It was the it was the rug for sure. Um, I like that army though. I I liked the yeah. It was just a good overall composition. Mm-hmm. Yep, super well done. Well See? deserved. Nice job, Matt. Yep. Yeah. Well done. And then we had our sportsmen, and we had like three people who all had at least three votes. Had three votes. Okay. And then uh, and then the tiebreaker uh, scenario on that went back to to, to Nat again. So. Yeah. He seemed like a pretty cool guy to just like play a game with. Yep. He seemed pretty chill and like easygoing about. Yeah, wasn't he so. the one just arbitrarily yeah. reached out to you or on Facebook or something? Like, yeah. hey, what's this about? You're like, dude, go to the tournament, have fun. Well, I, no, it wasn't even like that. He was asking a question about something else, and I was like, hey, by the way, like I was wondering if he was like I was trying to remember what he asked about something unrelated. And I was just like, hey, if you're interested, we have a tournament coming up. And he's like, really? He's like, I didn't know that was a thing. And he's like, and he signed up for it. And I was like, damn, like all of, like made it work. I think, I think we. Had Kind of sold out at that point too, and you were like, "Dude, waiting list." And that's gonna. I think did he? Yeah, he might have. It might have been after drops. So yeah, there, I don't think he had probably. He no, because he was. He was. He's. He. He. I M'd me that night because he does not. 
go by his real name on Facebook. Okay. Um, and he's okay, by the way. Right, yeah, I mean, you know, that's... That's a thing. Whatever. Right. It's a thing. Right, whatever. Um, yeah, definitely a thing. Lots of, yeah, lots more people are doing it. Um, I should But yeah, so he, he just, he just, I am mean, he's just like, hey, by the way, I signed up, here's my name. I'm on, I'm on, I'm, I'm coming. I'm like, sweet. So, and great for him. He got two awards out of it and did really well. Yeah. Like, good for him. Like, super cool, super cool guy from what I've met of him. Didn't get to hang out with him too much because obviously he's playing games and we're doing all of our stuff, mm-hmm. but... Right, cartwheels in the hallway and stuff like that. Yeah, we're doing gymnastics <laughs> yeah, and uneven bars. Yeah, I can do a cartwheel yeah. if you don't mind me like rolling on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not put too close to what you're calling a cart. Right? Yeah, yeah. Is that a horizontal cartwheel? crying because it broke. Yeah, basically, it's <laughs> just, when I trip just, and fall on my face just, and it's like, ah. Um, I was thinking about trying and then breaking my wrist. Yeah, my best maneuver is just the starfish where you just flop down your back and put your arms and legs out. That's, just, that's called a snow angel when you do it. Well, outside. no, you have to move. I'm doing a, a cartwheel. <laughs> Doing a cartwheel on the y-axis. <laughs> there we go. That's just spinning. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right, so great. so then we had our veteran awards, and these were peer voted. Yep. So we asked everyone to vote for you know whoever's on their team, not that they necessarily got the most wins, but who actually kind of led the team and to the right decisions, and you know whatever you know it's you know who, who do you think actually did something for your team overall because. I mean, we kept numbers and stuff, but you, if you don't watch matchups all the way through, you can't control over who's actually got the most points. But mm-hmm. and we don't like picking and choosing until we get to the last award. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we don't like picking and choosing, but it, but again, this is just a it just reiterates or re, reinforces the the team element. This is a team thing. This is not about who won the most points. Right. This is a how how did your team interact and like who 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 made that happen, mm-hmm. right? To, to some degree, or or whatever you want to do, like I think it was pretty open ended to a degree. But I think the at least from my side, it was the person that was the most had the most leadership qualities during the entire thing. And that was I Paul Gonsowski. Yeah, Paul. Paul was like he was the guy that would step up in the meetings and like lead it and be like, "You're here, you're here. What do you have? Okay, well you're here." And then like now we like he was helping figure out all the stuff. So it really did. Like a, it really makes my life easy for shit. I don't have to do anything, and b, like, it definitely he definitely took on a very strong leadership role, which I think was very very cool. Yep, it's nice to have. And then on the allies side was John Odage Bastion. So he was a real cool guy. I think this was his first his this is his first bolt action tournament he got to play in. He signed up for a theater's war and had to <laughs> drop out, and he finally got to play in this one. And that guy was a, a definite. He's Oh yeah, he was feeling it. You could tell he was having a lot of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Sweet. and then we had we had an award that we concocted up because well you know they gave us five awards so we had to use we had we had to use right, them we, all. Well, we yeah we, yeah we, they gave us a lobby for four award or five plaques. So, so we, we called this one plaque, right? the snafu. <laughs> with the with the logo behind it is for the team or something to that effect or yeah, um, it, it was our way of being able to reward the player that did the thing that we were like shit that sucks but he smiled or whatever like you know did all sorts of cool shit or just you know was was there just to <clears throat> in betterment of the whole tournament yeah, yeah. you know yeah no for sure they, yeah they definitely like they had the vibe yeah they, um, they bought into what we were trying to do push the narrative yep. you know mm-hmm. team play having a great time even before the yeah. the tournament, you know, the, the this person was really active on the Discord and you know, yep. Yep. talking people up and getting people kind of excited and pumped up for it. And that was, well, of course, Monty Lumen. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, yeah. good job, Monty. Bro, that guy's just just a lot of fun to hang out and talk with. Maybe yeah. maybe one day I'll get to play a game against him again. <laughs> I think his allotment for December is up, but yeah, I saw that. Try and, try and get into slotting slotting in January. I feel he'll, um, he's uh, apparently a popular fellow. Yeah, he um, <laughs> played with me during my WTC prep, so um, cool. he's always looking for a game. Always willing, and yeah, it's great to play with. So. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and again, the award from from my perspective for this, it's you know, I mean, each one of us, you know, Pat, Jeff, Rick, and myself, we kind of do our own little things to to kind of uh, make the tournament good or better or worth attending and stuff like that. But then you actually have people that come and play and participate that also make the tournament worth coming to and participating in. And for, for me, sure. Monty was was top of the list as far as that goes. So thanks, yeah, Monty. totally. Yeah, thank you. Uh, do we want to talk about the actual winner behind all of this? Did someone actually won something? What? The, yeah. The, the team? No. The Toys for Tots. That we, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, oh, yeah, yeah there sure, you go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that. they were the winner. Uh, our players were the winners for providing Man, people, so much support. At least two or three or four people come up and just plop down a Benjamin. Like I'm like, oh, my God, i got to count how many tickets? Okay. Yeah. But, dude, that was <laughs> awesome. I mean, over both events... Uh, the value of the the toys and the cash we raised, thirteen hundred and thirty dollars, which well done. blows away last time, which was around eight hundred dollars, well, and just wow, nice job, guys. That I, yeah, I, I, I think yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what the number is, the final number for Renegade is, but I I know that from our tournaments, I think we've raised the most for Toys for Tots. So oh, oh for sure, we were mm-hmm. we were well over fifty percent of the total. Yeah, I think. Yep. nice job, guys. Which, That's spectacular. Yeah. I. That, that warmed my heart considerably. Mm-hmm. Like just to know, like, and maybe it's maybe it was a year because they didn't have it last year, so they felt like they could do it more, or they felt more compelled to donate to Toys for Tots because maybe it's the year that Toys for Tots really needs it. I have no idea, but whatever their reasoning or rationale, well done, people. Thank you very much. I think a lot of those people probably walked out with toys too or, or prizes because, holy crap, Pat, you had a lot of stuff no on the table. Kidding. Um, yeah, yeah, we had a little bit this year. Note, note to self, the Italian tank did not do well. I'm pretty sure I saw it for sale on Facebook afterwards. Did you really? I'm pretty sure he was trying to trade it away. Well. I mean, I can't blame him. Like, it maybe it wasn't what he wanted, and it was probably didn't, the still the Didn't the, the best Cruel Seas boat go before the Italian tank, or was that? Yes, yes, I was, yes, it, yes did. it did. We were trying to figure out. We were. I think we should have had a pool on the auto brake side, like, or, on, or on the Snafu guys, which thing was going to be. Yeah, which of those two was going to go first, Italian Tank or the Cruel Sea Set? Yeah. But it was the new Cruel Sea Set, so I could see someone wanting it, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Well, so there you go. That was that was Operation Snafu. This year's. This was good. It was a great year. Yeah. I felt like it was a great year. I agree. Well done, guys. I, yeah, it went real smooth. Yes. Yeah, things went better than they have, and we had more players. Mm-hmm. We had more charity. Um, we had... More you guys are setting the bar really high for next year. Yeah, that's we need more people on our side, like helping on Snafu's side. More prizes. <laughs> What's that? We need more prizes. I don't know if that's actually true. Yeah, type in the cheat code: glittering prizes. Get all the get all the stuff. Gl- glittering I mean, prizes. If we, if we start now, maybe we get some stuff. Well, a lot of those places don't like to do it till a month or so before. I know. So that, well, I've got to figure out what they're standing to. Yeah, I can't give away too much free shit. You could. I don't. I don't know if you include this, Pat. But you could let them know that most of this stuff's going into a raffle to raise money for Toys for Tots. Too. I do. I don't know if you do. You do. Okay. Do that. Okay. That's I didn't know if you told them that up well. front or not, but that's awesome. Yeah. 
No, and I think I think that maybe is why we do so well is because you're so upfront about what we're doing. Sure, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like you know what's going for charity. Yep. That that definitely s- seemingly helps. Yep. I don't know. I yeah. Toys for Tots is a great cause. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's a great cause, mm-hmm. and I think that. Um, I will say, like, I feel like the Renegade. Like, I know you gave this feedback to Renegade already, but just the their their overall commitment to it seemed lesser this year than in previous years, and then maybe that was COVID. Maybe. His personnel changes on the renegade side. I think it was a combination of those two things, maybe that caused him to like, maybe not push it as hard in other areas, and that's maybe why we did so well. I mean, we still did well on our own. The other tournaments maybe didn't do as well as they could have. Right. But, I, I mean, it, it's difficult to know one way or the other. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, right. Let them know, and I well, think that they were they were seeking feedback too. Why did we end up being as successful as we did? And that kind of stuff. I think they didn't realize we were doing our own raffle. I think it was part of it. They like, oh, you guys are doing an entire raffle of stuff. We're like, yep. Well, yeah, Paul we're, G. bought upstairs and then was like, this stuff for down here? <laughs> and then he ended up winning the army anyway. Yeah, I think we talked about this, but yeah. Oh, it was, sorry. It was hilarious. I was trying to, I was trying oh, to track down. Oh, no, I don't down remember what we talked about that. I was trying to track down where our sponsors work, so I'm going to acknowledge them for this year. So we've got oh, sure. memory. Um, Osri Publishing, of course, Warlord Games. Um, yeah. Uh, Rubicon USA. We had, uh, we had a mat as well, didn't we? Up on the table. Frontline? Frontline? No, was that, was, was uh, that was Game Mad EU. Game Mad EU, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's There was a Michigan Toy Soldier, oh, which nice. which that one was actually a player tracked down to prize support for me, which nice. is really nice. Yeah. Was, uh, uh, thanks, Jake. Dewey? Who was the 3D printing? Uh, that was Dewey Cat. It was Dewey Cat. Okay. Dewey yep. Cat, nice. Dewey Thank Cat. you, Dewey Cat. Yeah. That was a cool set, by the way, because it was like all like all the shit you need for it was a Netherland army. Yeah, that and was all, that was you would want for all your by design, and he he sent it to me after we had had an episode about them. We talked about yeah. them in an episode, and then Ian was eyeballing them so hard, <laughs> buying tickets, yeah. and he ended up winning it. So I thought that was pretty. Oh, cool. he did. Get he it? did get awesome. it. Yeah, cool. I'm happy for him then, because yeah, it was a cool set. Like it's like it's literally all the armor you'd want for your. For, yeah, for uh, you want to say uh, we had Crescent Root Studio. That was a cool building too. Yeah, uh, that went to the best painted actually. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Oh, the source. You don't forget the, the source. source. Yeah. The source. Had, can't forget the had source. Had an awful lot of stuff in there. Yep. One of the sources. One of the only local uh, bolt action. Yeah, I think one of two stores suppliers. in the Twin Cities that actually carries bolt action. Two. Still. What's the other one? Now? Battlefield Cafe. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Battleground. Battleground. That's right. They carry it too. Sorry. Not to talk about a non-sponsor here, but but local supporter they supported, but still local nonetheless. So. Yeah, correct. They are they still are supporting us in some way. I think I'm, uh, there might be one more on there. I'll make sure I get it in the the post credits. So because I'm just not thinking of it in the course of the table <laughs> tent I cleaned down here last weekend and put it all away. I'm like, Uh-oh. oh yeah, I'm not remember <laughs> seeing it, but I can't remember. There's several, there were several of them on there. Yeah, we had we had six or eight this year. You know, uh, not as much as we we've had in past years, but some companies uh, have there had was some setbacks. Army, there was Army Painter. Was there Army as well? Painter? Yes, thank you. Armor Painter and Miniature Market. Thank you. Yes, oh, that's right. Yes, they, they provided us that bag. Yeah, so, that cool bag was there. Yep. That was that was a nice bag. I was. I can feel like it didn't. I mean, maybe people just already have enough bags. And uh, shit. People probably aren't. I think people are turning away from the pluck foam stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a little, a little daunting, especially for like tiny little guys. Yeah, I don't know, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. So thanks to all our sponsors to help make it all possible. Um, also, thank you the Snafu Podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we provided we some provided our own support. 
Not like we Thank went you. and took our, 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 our shame pile or anything, but no, there was a... No, no, no. There was a while back, there was a store that was going to business that was selling stuff at cost, and we took some of our funds and scooped, mm-hmm. so... Secured, secured. Yeah, thank you, store game going out of business. Unfortunately, going out of business. So if you know another store is going out of business and selling at cost, let us know. Let, <laughs> let us yeah. know, because we'll, uh, with, we'll come. Within, a, like, a four-hour radius, please. Yeah. You know, we laugh about that, but it's better than it going to waste. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean... And to be fair, I almost walked up and just offered him a number for all of it, mm-hmm. but I was just like, I, I, the, A, the owner wasn't there, B, I was, it maybe felt a little slimier doing it that way because I'm sure it would have gotten for less in cost. Right. But but again, I don't know what his plan was afterwards. You know, if he's a gamer and he wants to keep it for himself, then, you know, that's probably better than selling it for cost, maybe. Yeah. You know, if he loses those I mean, you can always say no, connections. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could have said no, too. But I, I basically just grabbed all the stuff that was, you know, that people maybe wanted. Mm-hmm. Oh, it went before that Italian tank did. That's true, it did. <laughs> the poor Italian tank. The poor Italian tank. It was a cool tank, too. It is a cool tank. It's just a crap Oh, arm. and, I mean, in Warlord gave us a, you know, somebody got a box of Italians, too, even though, like, maybe we poop on Italians, but those models are pretty friggin' sweet. That was a mm-hmm. unreleased box of Italians. Yes, that was yeah. a, yeah, not even out yet box, yeah. which I thought was pretty rad. Like, I, And he showed us the spruce. The spruce looked really good. Mm-hmm. The, the Italian I, gesture. I was impressed with the models. Yeah, the Italian gesture. I was like... I'm like, what is that? A weird like middle finger? And he, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's actually the middle. That's the Italian gesture. I know what it is now. Right. I was like, it, it took <laughs> me a minute to like <laughs> register what that meant. It's uh, pretty freaking funny. <laughs> all right. Um, again, thank you to all that came. Thank you to all our sponsors. Thank you, Pat, Jeff, and Dale for doing all the shit you guys do too. Especially and thanks Pat. to Rick for putting up with all of us. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? What? That doesn't work. We all have to thank each other equally for putting up with each other, right? Didn't we um, kick this whole thing off in January a number of years ago? So we're kind of reaching yeah. an anniversary. So February. Oh, look at that. February. February. Okay. Was it well, February? Is that when we released our actual episode or when we recorded that first one? That the first one was the... in January that yeah. 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 we'll never yeah. see. <laughs> <the last anniversary. laughs> I was going to say, because it felt like January. When we yeah, it was that, very January. It really, t- it really took us that long from, from Adepticon until the next January to come up with a bo- podcast. Yeah. It really took us that long. Yeah, Sim seems not right, but I guess it's well. I think true. we played first edition for the summer for a while too. And oh, we did. You know, sure, we like we, we waited until it caught on first. Yeah, that actually makes a lot. Yeah, more waited until we actually. It was more than out. just four or five of us playing. That yep, it right. actually there was, was like be a, played. there was kind of a critical mass. Yeah, yep. wanted to okay, that makes way more sense. Be confident enough to at least maybe halfway have some kind of idea. Of An idea, right? Sure. Yeah. Fair. So, well, that didn't work out. It still well, no. doesn't work out, but. Five years later, or whatever it is, coming up on six episode zeros. It's coming up on six. Yeah, good lord, it's coming up on six already. I think five complete going into six. Yeah, going into six. Let's see. So, uh, speaking of which, we're we're towards the end of the year. Um, When we get in, in our next episode will probably be in January because we'll get past sneak past these holidays and stuff. Probably middle January later. Uh, we'll have to touch base on our how we all we did our hobby checklist. Oh fuck, that's a thing. I'm gonna cram for that. <laughs> so you got you know a couple weeks to quick check off a few things from your hobby checklist to see how well you did and see if any of the score can be Jeff or yeah. me. I think I have a new computer. I, I don't even know what I did. So well, it's still it's still <laughs> pinned. <laughs> my old it, it's still pinned in the hobby Discord. Shit. I don't have I Discord. Don't on my you have to unpin it. That's <laughs> what she said. 
Can I go and pin that it, right it, now? Dale doesn't have Discord <laughs> in his new computer. What? Oh, Snafu disappeared. The Snafu Discord oh, disappeared. No, I don't know what gone. happened to it. No. Oh, it's all gone. Oh, I hit the wrong button. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, you can go ahead and uh, message me. I still have it saved on my computer. So. Pat's like, it's not going to matter. So. Well, <laughs> I've, Pat, I've never for some reason... <laughs> yeah, Pat, I, I mean, I'd be easier to find if you didn't pin like this entire tutorial inside here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Which is, it looks really good, just not going to lie, it looks great. But that that wasn't me, but I pinned it, yeah, but that, that was worth saving. Yeah, fair. It's probably the first one if you just want to scroll okay, to the top. Okay, so we're going into year five, you guys, come on. So we released our first episode February 10th, 2017. So we'll be completing so five you years. you do the math, we'll be completing, is this completing five years? Because it'll be 22. Yeah, we'll be finishing 22 minus 17, we'll be completing five and going into six. Yeah. Okay, that's, okay, that's right, fair, yeah, okay, all right. So we're almost there. Yep. Okay. Fine. Math is hard. Let's we're look shopping. At, look at how far yeah, we have sure. come. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we're still Pat, Pat can correct me on this. I think we're a lot better at recording these episodes. Now, people that watch this live may not believe this, but we're a lot better at it because <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like Pat has to spend, you know, hours Nearly and hours time. editing this. He, no, he probably has to delete one thing from this the second half of this episode. Yep. So and if I'm those, and if I'm wrong, sorry, but I, I feel like no, Pat's they are this. they are significantly easier in the last two years than they have been before that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when I was cutting them apart, oh my god, they were awful to, to edit. Well, we were kind of awful because we just didn't know what we were doing yet. Well, there was a lot more of that. I think a lot of it we just stopped caring about the stuff we blurred about. And just <laughs> well, I th- well, no, I think there's something to be said about us probably learning better filters. Yeah. Yep. Like we learned, like like we realized, like oh, we shouldn't have said that. Like there's a lot less of the oh shit, we shouldn't have said that moments these days. Mm-hmm. Except I still blurred them out every once. Well, time. I mean, so sorry, Pat. Got to be a couple here and there. Right, and, and then when we get John on, and then it's like it's all stuff we're not supposed to talk about. So, but we still somehow talk about it. So, oh, you know, thanks, John. It's good to not talk about the stuff we talk about. Right, something like that. There's some juicy stuff coming from Warlord. We wish we could tell you about. So, yep. That's, and that's all it's, we can say is there's juicy stuff it's, coming. It's a bright future, I feel like. Yeah. Things are things are looking Millhouse. Yeah, yeah, they got that com- That's right. Things are coming up Millhouse. They got that yeah. second Italian that's book coming second, out. That's yeah. going to be sweet. We're going to give that another look in the next episode, aren't we? The yeah, first Italian book. Underbelly? We're gonna a, yeah, we're going to do a deep dive in that first Italian book. and uh, we'll, give it a, we'll give it a relook because we were told we were uh, missing some Overly harsh. Overly harsh, missing some things. So. Sure. And I and the and I've seen that opinion in a few places. So I have too. That that perhaps and not that we were um, unfair or unduly harsh, but others saying that they were unfair or unduly harsh. So mm-hmm. we'll revisit that. We'll take another look. Sure, that's another episode for another day. It is indeed. Until then, we've wrapped Operation Snafu. We will not talk about it again for another ten months. <laughs> Sort of. Promise. Anyone listening that's never been to Operation Snafu, we think it's a blast. The players seem to think it's a blast. We encourage you to come. We'd love you to come. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if you don't believe us, talk to the people in Discord that said they've been there, and yep. they'll they'll, they'll yep. tell you the truth, or at least maybe they can private message you the actual truth. It's up to them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was someone discussing it on on our Discord. Not that this is probably the best source for that, but someone was asking if like if if Akon was comparable to Snafu. And I thought it was just crazy to think that we were being compared to Bolt Action at Adepticon. Yeah. Because yeah. that's like, I mean, it's maybe not the biggest tournament, but it's a big deal because Akon is a big deal. Yeah, it is indeed. I don't know. Felt good. 
Oh, good, guys. Yep. Even though we're not anywhere remotely like the same kind of tournament, which is what basically came out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's... We're it's, same but different. We're, um, I mean... Well, yeah, we're playing the same game. We're not We're not going to change that much. I mean, we're going to get older. No. And a little goofier, probably, as time goes yeah. by. But Snafu... We're going to get goofier? Yeah, Operation Snafu, Ooh. I mean, it's going to be what it's been in the past. We're just going to try right. um, new and hopefully more fun ways. I mean, you know, just still going to try to fuck you over a little bit every now and then. <laughs> hey, I, I experimented with moving, with moving smoke clouds this time. So <laughs> I, I think, a lot of people seem to actually year, enjoy that. They did. They, yeah, there was good positive feedback um, on that. Um, I think that needs to be the entire objective row, though. It needs to have the smoke going down the entire Oh, my God. Thing. Well, uh, yeah, if it could blow from board to board, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Blow, yeah, blow from board oh, to board, yeah. for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm secretly awesome. hoping, and I'm not saying this is ever going to happen, um, I'm secretly hoping that there will be a paper airplane integrated in some way at some point. So, <laughs> yeah. but because that was one of the yeah. favorite, most favorite things that I recall when you were doing the we were doing the, the um, World War II campaign for us at the club. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. That was hilarious in its own right. Um, so, yeah, it's a good plug and oppor- good opportunity to plug our Discord. Um, come join us on Discord if you want to hang out and I don't know. There's plenty of hobby and painting stuff mm-hmm. and discussion lists and all sorts of stuff. We, There's lots of stuff. We try to answer about. questions mostly correctly if you have them. Right. Because, um, yeah, because there's obviously opportunities to do stuff there. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch, we up, on, we'll catch up on our uh, our painting contest in January. Yeah, I apologize. I need to, yeah, I, I think we sort of have a, a December one, but I'm just like, I don't think it matters. I don't think we're going to actually trigger it this year or this one because I think there's just too many people that are. It's a busy time of year busy. for everyone. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, yeah, maybe next year, maybe maybe in January we'll do something crazy like, you know, paint an army and have it ready by the end of the year. In December we'll just beat the army one. <laughs> something like that. We'll, we'll just we'll play around with it. Well, you know, nope. I feel like engagement is slightly falling off. Um, it's the holidays. And well, even in November, even November felt like it was a little bit flat. And again, there's holidays there too. Yep. And like we're all busy, so maybe I just didn't see it. I have no idea. Um, yeah. So obviously. Operation Snafu 2022 is happening the same weekend that it has been passed, weekend prior to Thanksgiving. If you're here in the Our States. Our theme is, yeah, if you're in the States, yeah, correct. Yeah, if you don't, yeah, yeah, Europeans are like, what is Thanksgiving? Um, it's, we eat a lot of food. Yeah, both those like listeners Americans. are confused. Yeah, <laughs> both of those listeners. Um, so, yes, we've announced the, th- the theme. We have the logo already. Uh, so uh, Operation Snafu goes to Hollywood. Bring your most movie. Oh, movie have I got a table that I am in the works in my head? Ooh. I like it. I'm not even going to tell you what I movie like, it's from. I like the sound of that. You're, you know, you're not going to tell any of us what movie it's from. Tell not us. until I start laying it up. Until it starts going from my head to actually getting sure, the pieces sure, together, sure. then I'll tell you. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, okay. offline, tell us what the movie is, so I know not to look for that movie. Right, that's fair. We do need to actually have yeah. that conversation to make sure that we're covering our bases mm-hmm. and not over. Overlapping, unless it's like everyone's doing Saving Private Ryan, because that probably could be like ten boards, because yeah. it was a pretty sweet movie. Yeah, heads up. Well, there, may be, other there, be, there may be some movie-inspired boards at the next Operation Snafu. Oh, there, there there's will going be, to be. That's a, that's yeah, I feel like there's going to be. For definitive, sure. I can already tell you. <laughs> even if I don't, ex- if, even if I can't execute mine or don't execute uh, mine, wor- World be, War sure. Two inspired movies, not you know. Yes. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, don't do fucking... The, the Fellowship of the Ring Transformers. show up. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Fro- no Frodo's... Yeah, that'll be show. scenario board where you have to... 
<laughs> Do you have to return the ring? <laughs> they're LARPing while they're... they're, while they're uh, All right. Well, I, I think we've derailed enough. No but argument for me. Just just throwing it out there. Yep. We, we have another tournament coming up next year. Uh, and you can find it on Facebook or on Discord. Talk about us. Talk about it with us. Okay? We're done. I'm done plugging next year already, Pat. You're welcome for plugging it. Though. Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. There's always there's always more time. Uh, Get us out of here, Pat. Let us go. This is Snafu. Over and out. Good night, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night, folks. Oh, for sake. Welcome back. I hope you liked Pat's Christmassy music. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm art directing because <laughs> we don't know what it is, but there's got to be like a World War II Christmas song, right? Uh, sure. <clears throat> well, uh, quite a few of the orchestras that were popular in the time recording music 
at that time also recorded Christmas music. Okay, so. sure, sure. Okay, so I was just thinking about that, like in the car the other, like I was listening to Bing Crosby sing.